leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Welcome to Duncan Dynasty. I'm your host, Garrett Bouguet. Thank you so much for joining me. We're just a few minutes away from the tip-off between the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Boston Celtics. Of course, this is uh, Game 5 of the series, with the series tied at two apiece. It's uh, certainly a very exciting one, and uh, we've got uh, quite the competitive conference finals in both conferences, as uh, the Rockets won last night against the uh, Golden State Warriors in an uh, epic game, probably the best game of the postseason thus far. Uh, it was just absolutely terrific, and hopefully we can get just as good of a game tonight. Now, of course, in this series, uh, the home team has won each of the first four games of the series as the Celtics uh, took a commanding 2 to nothing lead uh, and, uh, you know, winning... Winning game one rather easily and, uh, you know, being able to hold off a superb LeBron performance in game two for the win. Uh, But then, of course, the series shifted to Cleveland and the Cavaliers, uh, you know, really took complete control uh, of the series at that point, uh, you know, really stifling the Celtics offense. And, uh, you know, the role players as well, getting into it a little bit more. George Hill was, uh, you know, definitely better in the Cleveland games than he was in Boston. Uh, guys like J.R. Smith as well came alive. And, and the Cavs also, uh, you know, went with some more size as the series has gone on. They've, uh, they've brought Larry Nance back into the rotation to be the backup center, uh, playing Tristan Thompson more minutes. So they've, they've consistently played big uh, the last couple of games. I imagine that will continue. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's going to come down to some of those role players once again uh, for the Cavaliers if they're going to be able to play like they did in Cleveland. Uh, on the road, if uh, if their game can travel. Of course, the Celtics have been an excellent road team all playoffs long. They're undefeated at home in Boston, 9-0, and I believe, is their, their home record. Uh, so this is going to be a daunting task for the Cavaliers, but certainly something that uh, you, you know LeBron James, at the very least, is up for. Uh, so, yeah, I really can't... Uh, can't wait to bring it to you again. This is Duncan Dynasty. I'm I'm your host Garrett Bouquet. Uh, doing uh, I've been doing these live episodes throughout the postseason. Uh, these are starting to come to an end though. We've got uh, you know scheduled for Wednesday. We have a game. I believe it's three of the finals in a couple of weeks. 
Uh, so uh, I will be bringing that one to you. But next week we'll determine whether or not uh, we might take an off week uh, on Duncan Dynasty because we've been doing this for uh, quite a few consecutive weeks. But looking at uh, you know the starting lineups here, uh, we've got Rogier and Jalen Brown uh, in the backcourt, Jason Tatum and Al Horford as the forwards for the Celtics, and Aaron Baines at center. Of course, this game's being broadcast on ESPN, so uh, hopefully you uh, you have the access to that channel uh, and are able to watch along as I as I bring you the uh, the audio for this uh, this crucial game five as we're looking at Doris Burke and now LeBron James on the feed. So hopefully you can sync up. I'll try to uh, keep giving you some visual cues. We're looking at LeBron James's playoff ranks. Uh, he is first in points, field goals made, free throws made, steals, and minutes. He has been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, in the postseason. For the Cavs, you know, they, uh, again, need to get that production from the likes of George Hill. I think he's one of the key factors, which, you know, takes a little bit of that offensive pressure off of LeBron. I think one of the big differences in Cleveland was LeBron's defensive impact. Uh, When he's able to give his full effort on that end of the floor, uh, it's, uh, you know, real scary, and the Cavs' defense goes up, and their team level goes up uh, a notch or two. As of the Celtics wearing the all-white uniforms with the uh, green numbering, as the Cavaliers in their all-black road unis, they've got Tristan Thompson at center, Kevin Love and LeBron at the forwards, and Smith and Hill at the guards. We're about ready to jump it off here. As uh, the referee looking at uh, Baines and Thompson... And he throws it up, we're underway, and the Celtics will win the tip. Horford hands it back to Terry Rozier, and he'll dribble it into the front court. The Celtics going from right to left here in the opening period. Rozier guarded by Hill on the right wing, throws it up top. Brown, he's got an open look for three. That one bounces off the front of the rim, no good. A rebound, love. He'll get it to LeBron, who will toss it backwards to Hill. Hill throws it left wing to J.R. Smith. Smith guarded by Brown, holding the basketball, looking for LeBron on the block. He gets it to him. The Celtics switch Baines onto LeBron. LeBron skip past to Love on the right side. He'll drive baseline, puts it up off the glass and in. Rogier tried to take the charge, but Love able to avoid the contact. Here comes Rogier as the Cavaliers get on the board first. Baines left side to Tatum, up top to Horford. Horford throws it right side. Rogier he'll fire a right wing three, and it's good. Terry Rogier has been one of the keys for the Celtics' home dominance. He's been much better on their home floor than he's been on the road. Here's a screen. LeBron now on the left wing, guarded by Brown. Gets another pick from Love, dribbles towards the center. Now we'll find Love on the block. Love, guarded by Brown, will back him in. Turns over the left shoulder, tries an up and under move. Gets There's some contact. He's not able to hit it off the glass. Rebound Horford. Horford will push the tempo. Gets to the top of the key. Now over to the right wing, hands it off to Rogier. He bobbles it momentarily. Now we'll pick it up. 15 on the shot clock. He'll get a screen from Horford. Spins towards the right wing. Continuing his dribble with Thompson guarding him. He'll fire up the three. No good. Rebound Horford, but Hill strips it away from him, but can't save the ball as the ball goes out of bounds. It will remain with the Celtics. So Boston leading 3-2 here with 10.29 to go in the opening quarter. Rogier uh, not uh, not shy here in the early going, already getting up a couple of three-point attempts. Jalen Brown will inbound it on the far baseline. He'll get it into Rozier, top of the key. He'll drive left, now goes behind the back. Stopped by Smith. He'll throw it right wing to Tatum. Tatum drives in on Hill. Fade away from the right elbow is good. Jason Tatum shooting right over the top of the smaller defender. 
And the Celtics now lead it 5-2. Here's George Hill for the Cavaliers on the left wing. Dribbling towards the center. Now looking for LeBron. He's got Rozier. Now they try to switch it. And on the cut, he finds Thompson, who is fouled by Tatum. You've seen that a lot in this series. Uh, the Celtics trying to avoid that mismatch where LeBron gets Rozier on him, so they'll switch off the ball. That time the Cavaliers uh, catching them in rotation and forcing the foul. Here's LeBron on the left wing, guarded by Brown. Now he's uh, getting a screen from Hill. Finds Hill on the cut, but Baines with the rejection. Beautiful help side defense there from the Celtics center. Here comes Brown in transition. He'll Euro step around. Love puts up the layup. No, but Baines is there for the left-handed tip in. The Celtics now lead at 7-2. A really solid start for the home team here. The Cavs have to settle things down. LeBron left side to George Hill. Hill guarded by Rozier. Throws it right side Thompson. Thompson waiting for LeBron. He'll hand it to him. LeBron takes a sidestep three from the right wing. It's good. LeBron James makes it 7-5. The Cavs lead, or the Cavs deficit is now at 2. Here's Rogier dribbling towards the corner. Now into the left wing up top to Baines. Baines back to Rogier Into the corner to Brown. Brown will fire the three ball. That one's short. And Kevin Love will get the rebound and hand it to LeBron. LeBron will push it into the front court. Dribbles over to the left wing. Step back three. No good. Fight for the rebound. The ball is tipped away from Thompson. Picked up by Rogier. Rozier will dribble it down the right sideline to the right wing, looking inside of the post to Horford. Horford, guarded by Love, will back down, turns over the left shoulder, jump hook off the glass and in. Al Horford with a beautiful move inside, taking advantage of uh, Kevin Love defending him, who's not known as the most stout of defenders. Here's Hill dribbling the basketball on the left wing for the Cavaliers, now trailing by four. Love will top of the key, fire it for three, right over Baines and nail it. Shot that one right in the face. A pretty good contest from Baines, but Love has that capability. 9-8 now. Boston's lead is 1. 8.26 to go in the first. Horford left side to Baines. Baines will drive into the paint. Puts it up off the glass. Can't get it to go. As Kevin Love able to get the rebound and hand it to LeBron. LeBron now at the top of the key. Dribbling with his left hand. Fires it over to George Hill on the left wing. He'll get a screen from LeBron. Now gets the switch. George Hill will find LeBron who throws it. Cross court to Love. Right wing three is good again. Again, the Cavaliers taking advantage of the Celtics in weak side rotation, and Love able to hit the deep three. He was about a, a foot or two behind the three-point line on that make. Rogier to Horford. Love already with eight, eight of the 11 Cavaliers points. Here's Baines, left elbow, and we've got a moving screen on the Celtics. That will be a turnover, and the ball will go back to the Cavaliers. Again, the Celtics know that that uh, Rozier matchup on LeBron is just death for their defense, so they're trying to avoid it. But uh, LeBron making the quick decisions as the Celtics are, are trying to move out of that defensive system and taking advantage with a couple of Love triples. Here's Love with the basketball on the right wing, hands it off to LeBron. LeBron at the top of the key, guarded by Morris, looking inside for Love on the block. Guarded by Tatum, gets double teamed, throws it inside of Thompson, and he is fouled. And he will head to the line. Really good ball movement from the Cavaliers. Again, just using LeBron basically as a decoy. Getting that switch. And then forcing the Celtics to move. And LeBron not wasting any time getting rid of the basketball. And trusting in his teammates. And it's worked out so far. Thompson at the strike. First one is up and no good off the back of the rim. 7.30 to go in this opening quarter. Cleveland leading at 11-9. Thompson with one more at the line to try to extend 
The Cavs lead to three, averaging 9.8 points and 9.3 rebounds in the series. He's had uh, a bigger and bigger impact as uh, as the series has gone along. As he knocks down the second free throw, and the Cavs do lead now by three. As Rogier will jog it up into the front court, hands it off to Tatum on the right wing to Morris, who gets it back to Rogier. Rogier left wing Tatum, fakes the three, guarded by Smith, dribbling with his left hand towards the baseline, now gets double teamed, throws it back up top to Baines. Baines hands it off to Rogier. The handoff was bad, though. Rogier bobbled it, picks it back up. One on the shot clock, he'll fire a desperation three, no good. Great defense from the Cavaliers, but LeBron turns it over trying to find Kevin Love in transition. Here's Morris with the basketball. He'll dribble over into the right corner, guarded by LeBron. Morris looking to find Horford on the block. He'll try to get it to him, but Love steals it, but he's called for the foul. A little bit over-aggressive there on the denial. Doesn't uh, really like the call, but... uh, the Celtics will retain it with 14 on the shot clock and 6.49 on the game clock. And it looks like we have our, our first time out as we're heading to commercial now. Again, uh, this is Garrett Bouguet with you on Duncan Dynasty. Uh, hope you're enjoying the broadcast so far. And uh, if this is your first time uh, listening into Duncan Dynasty, uh, this is a podcast that uh, myself and uh, my good friend uh, Anthony Brown started uh, at the beginning of this season. We do uh, basically an episode every Wednesday. Uh, and, uh, you know, throughout the regular season, we did more stuff that uh, was pre-recorded, uh, not live programming. So we would we would do things like uh, the LeBron versus Michael Jordan discussion, uh, NBA-related what-ifs. Uh, we talked about the NBA 2K franchise. Uh, we discussed... You know how the the sport of basketball and the NBA in particular has changed over the years. Uh, so we've done, we've got a lot of content. If you haven't listened to any of our previous episodes, I urge you to do so, and uh, you can do so either through uh, Spreaker, uh, which is uh, the link that you're probably listening to uh, this podcast right now. All of my content is on there. Uh, but then also uh, you can find us on iTunes at Duncan Dynasty D U N K I N Dynasty two words. Uh, we are on iTunes. You can subscribe to the show, which will allow it to uh, automatically download whenever we have a new episode right to your feed. Uh, so uh, we would love, if, you, if you're enjoying it, uh, for you to do that. Also, uh, if you can give us a rating on iTunes, we would love that as well. That, uh, that helps uh, you know, build the brand as well. So, uh, I also wanted to mention that uh, during halftime, I've, I've been kind of doing some, uh, some off-topic discussions during the halftimes of some of these games. Uh, and... Uh, in previous uh, live episodes, I, I did my uh, my top twelve movies so far of 2018. As we're uh, you know we're pretty close to the midway mark of the year, uh, and uh, this week I'm going to discuss uh, my uh, top ten TV shows thus far in 2018. I'll also talk about some other shows that uh, that I've watched as well and uh, have enjoyed. So stay tuned for that. I'll be breaking that down at halftime, uh, and uh, also throughout the throughout the broadcast, I'll also be talking. And giving my thoughts about the uh, the the Western Conference Finals, which uh, has been uh, you know really interesting, and and Game Four last night uh, was probably the game of the playoffs thus far, uh, with the Houston Rockets uh, able to take one on the road in Golden State and beat the Warriors 95 to 92, and even that series up at two. And uh, frankly, you know the Rockets with uh, home court in a potential Game Five and Game Seven. Uh, you've got to consider them, uh, you know, definitely in this series with an opportunity to win it. I don't know if I necessarily would pick them as the favorites if I had to bet on it, but 
uh, certainly it is uh, it is officially a series now. Uh, that there's that remark that uh, it's not a series until uh, you know a team wins on the road, and now both teams have uh, successfully won on the opposing team's home court. As we're back now from commercial, we saw a blimp uh, advertisement there. We're now looking at Wired for Brad Stevens. Again, the game is being broadcast on ESPN tonight as uh, the whole Eastern uh, Conference Finals is either on ESPN and or ABC. I believe it's on ABC if the games uh, happen to be on uh, a weekend night. As the Celtics inbounded to Terry Rozier. Rozier on the right wing, guarded by Hill. He'll find Horford on the block. Horford spins baseline, now will back down, gets towards the middle, left-hand jump hook, no good. Fight for the rebound, picked up by Thompson. He'll hand it to LeBron, who will toss it over to George Hill, who will walk it over the timeline into the front court. Throws it right wing to Kevin Love, up top to LeBron. LeBron looking over the, the defense with the dribble still intact. Throws it right corner, Love, that's a deep three. That one's off the back of the rim, no good. Rebound, Baines. Baines will hand it off to Rogier, who will dribble down the left sideline. Finds Horford on the block. Horford facing up now on Thompson. Will drive in. Puts it up off the glass. No, but he draws the foul. Really aggressive move there from Horford. Kind of forcing that contact. You'll often see that kind of work where it's not really much of a move. He just kind of goes straight to the basket. But, uh, you know, as the defender, you can't really uh, put your hands up. and Otherwise, you're probably going to hit him on the arm. Horford's been another one of these Celtics, as the, the graphic just showed, that uh, has has really been great at home, but uh, not nearly as effective on the road. I believe they're 1-8 uh, and eight on, the, uh, on the road and 9-0 uh, and oh at home. So the first free throw was knocked down by Horford. Second one is up, and it's good. So 12-11, the Cavaliers lead down to one. As George Hill will walk into the front court, throws it over to J.R. Smith on the right wing up top to Love. Now over to the left to Hill. Hill gets a screen from Thompson. Now crosses over, gets to the free throw line, finds Thompson. Thompson picks it up, guarded by Baines. Dribbles into the paint, right hand jump hook, no good. Rebound, Baines. Baines will get it to Tatum, who will dribble it up to the right wing, guarded by Smith. Now we'll do a little in and out, dribble with his left hand and pull up for three and knock it down. Jason Tatum has had a miraculous playoffs for a 20-year-old rookie, and that's just another example of the kind of difficult shots he's capable of knocking down. The Celtics now lead it by two as LeBron with the basketball gets a screen from Thompson, gets to the free throw line, now right of the lane, fadeaway jumper off the front of the rim, no good. A really tough shot there from LeBron. Here's Tatum with the basketball, finds Baines on the cut in transition, and he slams it home. Beautiful pass from Tatum, and Baines able to uh, run in transition and uh, and finish it off as the Celtics now lead 16-12. Here's Hill with the basketball on the right wing up top to Love, left side Smith. Smith guarded by Tatum. Will call off the screen from Thompson. Now will isolate, dribbles towards the left corner, fadeaway 20-footer. That one's no good as well. Rebound Rozier. He'll push it for Boston. Boston getting into a, a high-paced tempo here, which suits their offense. Rozier getting doubled in the corner, tries to find Horford, but Smith knocks it out of bounds, and it will remain with the Celtics. Good aggressive trap there from the Cavaliers. 13 on the shot clock for Boston. 
the degree of difficulty on some of these Jason Tatum makes these playoffs has been uh, pretty exceptional. Uh, what he's able to do at this young of an age, uh, he's, uh, he's going to be something special. He's already a really solid player. 18 points a game so far in the playoffs. Morris inbounding it will get it into Tatum on the right wing. Guarded by Smith. Dribbling with his left hand now gets a screen from Morris. Will dribble right into a three. That one's no good. Rebound LeBron. LeBron will push it for the Cavaliers. Get over to the right wing looking for Love on the block. We'll get it to him. He gets double teamed. Throws it cross court Smith. Left wing Hill back to LeBron. He'll drive into the paint. Jump stop. Beautiful hesitation. Lays it up with the left hand and gets it to go. Great amount of patience there from LeBron as he jump stopped. Did the pump fake, allowed Brown to fly by, and then was able to put it up and in. And he'll have an opportunity for the old-fashioned three-point play as Brown, uh, as he flew by, tried to get the strip and hit him on the arm. LeBron will spin it, put it up, and it's good. So LeBron cuts the lead down to one. Boston 16, Cleveland 15 as we approach the four-minute mark of the first quarter. Marcus Smart into the ballgame for Boston. Gets a screen from Horford. Throws the lob to Al. He, he catches it, but not able to finish. Now will back down on Hill. His jump hook no good. Rebound Hill. He'll push it for the Cavaliers. We'll get to the top of the key. Throws it left wing. LeBron crossover on Horford. Gets to the paint. Puts it up. Can't finish. Rebound Al Horford. He'll push it now for Boston. Throws it to Jalen Brown, who has a mismatch on the block against Hill. He'll throw it left side smart. He'll take the deep three. That's good. Marcus Smart, not the greatest of three-point shooters, but able to get that one to go. And the Celtics now lead it 19-15 with 3.38 to go in this opening quarter. As it appears, Cleveland's going to take a timeout as we're looking at that pass from Brown and this th latest three-point shot from Smart. As the Celtics doing what the Cavs did early, which is uh, create a mismatch and open up a jump shooter. As we're now in commercial, we're looking at the, uh, the trailer for the upcoming Star Wars movie, Solo. Which I, uh, I plan on watching. I don't know how, uh, I don't know if I'm necessarily that excited for it, but it's a Star Wars movie. I, uh, I will see it. <laughs> But uh, taking uh, you know taking a look more at that uh, you know the Western Conference Finals and specifically that Game Four, uh, what a brilliant basketball game that was! Back and forth, really great effort on the defensive end. Uh, the Rockets did a great job of uh, you know just making things difficult for the Warriors, uh, doing a great job with communication on all the off-ball action and preventing guys like uh, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. Uh, you know, and even Kevin Durant from getting those wide-open looks that they got in games one and three, uh, which were both Warrior wins. Uh, you know, and that's a, that's a big part of defense uh, on a basic level is just taking away the easy stuff, taking away those backdoor cuts for wide-open layups. I can't remember hardly any of those happening for the Warriors. Uh, and, you know, taking away those wide-open shots. And, uh, you know, the Warriors have players like Steph and Durant and Thompson that are capable of, of hitting shots even if they're they're not open so uh you got to force them into that make them beat you and uh fortunately for the Rockets you know guys like uh Clay Thompson and Durant didn't have their greatest of nights uh Steph Curry kind of struggled in that fourth quarter 
Uh, I think that could have been, uh, you know, due to some fatigue. Curry, you know, coming back from that knee injury, hadn't played a ton of minutes in any of the games. Uh, and that was, uh, he played 39 minutes in that game for, and I think a lot of that just was fatigue near the end uh, and why he wasn't able to get some shots to go. Uh, but the fact that Houston has won a couple of games uh, in large part due to their defense in games two and four, which were both, you know, pretty much must wins for them, going down 1-0 and going down uh, 2-1. They, they couldn't afford another loss. And uh, on both of those occasions, it was really their defense that stepped up and played some some great basketball to get them some wins. And, uh, you know, if you're a Rockets fan, you've got to be a little bit excited because a guy like James Harden hasn't even necessarily gone off yet. You know, he had that great performance in game one offensively, uh, but he was so horrible, and the Rockets as a team were so horrible defensively, it didn't matter. Uh, But, you know, you can usually expect uh, in a seven-game series two or three, you know, real great performances from Harden. And so far, it's really only been one. Uh, And so, you know, if they can get something special from the beard in, uh, in game five, you know, all of a sudden the... That team, the Warriors, that seem to be unbeatable all of a sudden might look like it's it's possible to knock that team off. And uh, Believe me, I more than anyone didn't think anyone could knock off the Warriors. I predicted the Warriors to win the series in seven games. I thought the Rockets would be you know, the greatest competition that that team has ever faced. Uh, and that certainly seems to be the case so far. And, of course, the, the situation with uh, Iguodala is also going to be crucial. And Clay Thompson, who, who injured his knee as well, uh, it seemed, in in that game. As we're back now, as George Hill gets it over the half-court line, guarded by Tatum, Cavaliers trailing 19-15, three and a half to go in this opening period. LeBron now on the left wing, guarded by Morris. One step inside the arc, he's facing up now, will drive left. Now will fake spin, gets towards the baseline, loses his balance, and just goes out of bounds. That will be Celtics basketball. Morris, good job there, not falling for that uh, fake spin, and stayed in front. So here's Marcus Smart with the basketball on top of the key. Throws it right wing to Tatum. He'll drive left into the paint. Gets around a couple of Cavs defenders but can't finish. Rebound, Kevin Love. Love looking at the referee like I just got slapped a couple of times after that board. Hill on the right wing looking inside for Thompson. He'll get it to him. Thompson guarded by Smart. He'll back him in. Smart trying to poke away at the ball. Gets it momentarily. Thompson picks it back up. Left hand jump hook no good. Rebound, Jason Tatum. I'm sure the Celtics will be fine if the Cavaliers want to go at, uh, you know, Marcus Smart and try and post up Tristan Thompson as Tatum draws the foul getting to the basket. But, uh, you know, it looks like a mismatch, but, you know, Tristan Thompson is not a very good post player, so I don't think that's really something the Cavaliers should look to attack too often. And, you know, Marcus Smart, one of the stronger guards in the entire NBA, uh, really hard to, to move him. And he's, you know, really crafty, can get his hand in there and poke it away. Tatum's first free throw is up and good. Celtics now lead it 20-15, to 2.44 to go in this opening stanza. Tatum, uh, as uh, they showed the graphic in the previous uh, games in Cleveland, uh, that uh, he's the one, the lone starter on the Celtics that actually has performed better offensively on the road than he has at home. Uh, but most of these guys have uh, significant differentials in terms of their home scoring. But that's just another impressive 
as he knocks down the second free throw to make it 21-15. Just another impressive thing about Tatum that, uh, you know, he's so impressive as a road performer already at such a young age. Here's LeBron guarded by Marcus Smart on the switch, throws it right corner to George Hill, pass offline, but he's able to catch it, throws it into Nance. Nance guarded by Brown, will back in, tries to throw it out. It's picked off by Tatum. Tatum will push it, try to get all the way to the bucket, and has the ball poked away. Tatum can't believe there wasn't a foul called there as uh, it looked like two or three Cavaliers were draped all over him as Nance actually got back and poked it out of bounds. As Nance actually took two hands to do that, and uh, uh, not going to lie, I kind of agree with Tatum there. It seemed like there was, uh, you know, even though Nance did get some of the ball, there was definitely some arm involved as well. As the ball is inbounded, thrown out to Marcus Morris. He takes a left wing three and knocks it down. And all of a sudden, the Celtics' lead is up to 9, 24-15. Here's Hill on the left wing, guarded by Morris. 15-3 run for the Celtics. Hill will throw it to LeBron on the block, guarded by Tatum. Now we'll face up. We'll jab step, we'll drive in, now back down, gets into the paint. Beautiful step through and finishes off the glass with the left. 24-17. to 17. Here's Brown pushing it for the Boston, gets into the paint, kicks it out smart. Smart back to Brown, left wing, he's wide open and he hits. Miscommunication there in transition for the Cavaliers, not getting to Jalen Brown. And the Celtics lead now at double digits. It's 27-17, to 17, a minute and a half to go in the first. Here's Hill on the right wing, gets a screen from LeBron. The Celtics switch it, now Morris on Hill. Hill looking for LeBron, but the pass is short and picked off by Tatum. Another turnover for the Cavaliers. Here's Tatum, top of the wing, throws it inside to Morris. Right corner, Horford three. No good, fight for the rebound. It's knocked off of the Celtics. It will be Cavaliers basketball. So Cleveland here, it uh, it seems like they've got to uh, try and stem some of this momentum and just uh, execute offensively. They've had a few turnovers here, some some bad shots, and defensively some errors as well in transition. That's something that I think Boston just didn't do enough of in the games in the Cleveland is run and, and, and try to take advantage of uh, some semi-transition opportunities. Here's Nance with the basketball for the Cavaliers, top of the key, throws it left wing to Hill. He'll get it to the block to Love. Love facing up on Morris. Will jab step, will take the shot off the glass and in. Beautiful looking jumper there, a la Tim Duncan from Kevin Love. 27-19, the Cavaliers trail now by 8, 55 seconds to go in the first quarter. Smart with the basketball, throws it to Tatum. He's curling towards the basket, puts it up with the right hand. Nobody draws the foul. Kevin Love can't believe it. I'll like to see a replay of that to see if uh, Love does have a case there. But Tatum being very aggressive, coming off the screen and getting past J.R. Smith. Yeah, Love almost felt like he was getting out of the way. I uh, I fully agree with Kevin Love here. I don't think that was uh, really a foul at all. There was minimal contact, and it was mostly from, you know, Jason Tatum jumping into Kevin Love. Perhaps that's karma, though, for the fact that Kevin Love so often will do those side jumps on his uh, pump fakes from the three-point line and draw fouls. But that is a big call as uh, Kevin Love does pick up his second. Although he's played, uh, you know, the entirety of this first quarter, so he was probably due to get a rest uh, to start the second anyway. As the first free throw was good from Tatum. Second free throw is up and in. So the Celtics retake their 10-point advantage. 
Cavaliers with the basketball. Let's see if they go for a two-for-one here. 42 on the game clock, 18 on the shot clock. Here's Hill with the basketball. Top of the key to Thompson. Hands it off to Smith. Smith now dribbling towards the top. Guarded by Morris. Will cross over. Isolating. Spins. Gets to the free throw line. Throws it to Jeff Green. Has the ball poked away by Tatum. And then it's out of bounds off of Green. Poor play there from J.R. Smith. Isolated. Didn't really go anywhere. And then threw it to uh, Jeff Green, who was being denied, essentially, by Tatum. As of the Celtics now will substitute Jalen Brown in for Aaron Baines. Uh, as uh, looks like they're going to try to, I imagine, hold it down for the last shot. There's about a four-second differential between the game and shot clock. Here's Smart with the ball at the top of the key, guarded by Green, going between the legs. 12 on the shot clock, 17 on the game clock now. Smart continuing to dribble to the top. Guarded by Green, throws it left side, Brown. Brown fakes the three left side step, puts it up and in. Jalen Brown with another huge shot, and the Celtics now lead by 13. Nine on the game clock. Here's Smith dribbling down the right wing. Will take a deep three. No good. Fight for the rebound, and it's out of bounds. It will go off of the Cavaliers, and the Celtics will have it with 1.7 to go in the quarter. Let's see if they actually attempt this or if they'll uh, basically just be satisfied with the 13-point advantage. Smart on the baseline. We'll throw the baseball pass. We'll get it to Brown. He catches it. Fadeaway three at the buzzer. No good. And that will be the conclusion of the first quarter. A great quarter for the Celtics as they lead the Cleveland Cavaliers 32-19. So Cleveland has some work to do to try to get back into this one and try to take a 3-2 series lead as we're about to head to Another commercial. Again, going back to that Warriors-Rockets uh, discussion, you know, I, I think the Rockets do uh, do have a pretty good chance in this series. You know, before the series, I probably gave them about a 40% chance to win it. Uh, now it's looking like more of a toss-up. Again, the, the team with home court advantage uh, in a series tied 2-2, usually goes on to win the series 80% of the time. So, uh, you know, I understand there are exceptions, uh, but the, the Rockets are, are a great team, you know, and I, I get that the Warriors have four All-Stars, and uh, they've got two former MVPs and a Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, they certainly uh, have more talent in this series, but uh, the Rockets have more talent than any team that they've ever faced before. I mean, uh, the way Chris Paul performed, he, uh, he I think he he shut up a lot of the doubters. People really complaining about him as we're back from uh, from commercial. We're looking at a Subway fresh take, uh, but uh, Chris Paul was just brilliant in that game, knocking down really difficult shots uh, over guys that were bigger than him as well. Make, he made a couple of terrific passes in that game. He had one where he spun the ball along the baseline from corner to corner, which uh, opened up Trevor Ariza for a three. Uh, he also had a pass inside where, as we're back to commercial, uh, we're seeing a Popeyes ad here. Uh, the, you know, he had another uh, pass where he drove baseline, and he was being guarded by either Durant or Green, and then uh, Durant, the the other one, Durant or Green, was also in help position right under the basket. He was able to throw a pass between those guys' arms. And it just looked like uh, there was no angle and no room to get the pass off between all of those lengthy arms that uh, those two guys have. But he was able to find Capella under the basket and 
so Chris Paul played a tremendous game, and he's really the, the big reason why the Rockets have tied that series at two. And frankly, that's why you get a guy like Chris Paul. That's what he adds is he can win you a game against a great team in a best-of-seven series, whereas before, you know, they relied so heavily on Harden. Uh, you know, they needed Harden to play four brilliant games to win. Now, you know, you look at uh, what Houston has done, not only adding Chris Paul and some, you know, pretty solid defenders. They've won, game, they've won games through their defense. Uh, they did that a lot in game two. Uh, they won game four through not only their defense, but also Chris Paul. So, you know, James Harden's got to be sitting there going, oh, we, you know, we're halfway, uh, we're halfway there. And uh, I haven't even really, you know, played my best basketball yet. So it'll be interesting to see if James Harden can, can step up in a, in a home game in game five and, uh, and give the Rockets a 3-2 series lead because that would, uh, that would be the most interesting thing as far as, uh, you know, making that a, a potential epic series and, I would expect it to go to seven games if that happens. But, you know, if, if the Warriors are able to, uh, you know, take game five on the road, you got to imagine uh, that the Warriors will take it in six. As uh, we're back from commercial now, we're seeing Doris Burke interview uh, Ty Lu. As of the Cavaliers, again, a, a very rough start. Boston offensively looking a lot better in that first quarter than they did in games three and four, just, uh, you know, really moving the basketball, pushing the tempo, and getting good opportunities in transition and even in semi-transition. And the Cavaliers, you know, were a little bit sloppy there as well uh, with, with five turnovers in that opening quarter. Here's uh, LeBron with the basketball for the Cavaliers. The Cleveland going from left to right here in the second quarter. He throws a skip pass. Clarkson left wing three, no good. Rebound Morris. For the Cavaliers, it's Nance, Clarkson, Corver, Green, and LeBron. For the Celtics, it's Smart, Brown, Baines, Morris, and Rozier. Smart with the basketball right wing up top to Baines. Has the ball poked away, but it's picked up by Rozier. Rozier with seven on the shot clock, guarded by Corver. Will cross over, get into the paint, pulls up from 13. Bounces off the front of the rim. No, but Baines is there to tap it up and in. It's the second time Baines has gotten to the offensive glass and, and put in an easy putback. LeBron with the ball, top of the key, throws it to a cutting Corver. Corver takes a deep two. That one's way off. Great contest from Jalen Brown. Rebound, Baines. Baines will get it to Rozier, throws it right sideline to Smart. Inside to Brown, puts it up off the glass. No, but uh, it looked like Larry Nance actually got that shot uh, before it got to the glass, but uh, it looks like Corver is going to be on the foul there as Brown will go to the free throw line for two. Again, even these situations where, you know, Rogier just quickly comes down and gets into the paint and puts up a shot, it affords Aaron Baines uh, to, uh, to have pretty good position because, again, the defense not set as Brown knocks down the first free throw. But, you know, with a, a team like uh, LeBron, this, you know, they are, uh, they've got a lot of firepower. So the Cavs certainly, despite a 17-point deficit now here early in the second quarter, uh, they have the ability to come back and do it pretty quickly. As LeBron gets a screen from Nance, gets to the right elbow, the floater to Nance is knocked out of bounds by Morris. Great pursuit from Morris on the backside. Oh, and Nance comes and pushes Morris. And we've got uh, some fights going on here. As, uh, nobody's punching, but uh, everybody clustering together here. As it appeared that Nance was not happy with the way Morris either uh, defended that play, or Morris might have said something after uh, he deflected that out of bounds. But certainly, uh, you got to imagine there's going to be some uh, some technicals uh, called on this play as uh, 
As you can see, also, Nance has got quite a bad scratch on his, uh, his left shoulder. It had to be what, uh, what Morris said, as uh, he definitely was, uh, was over the top of him and uh, uttered a, f a few words. Obviously can't tell you what he said, but uh, Nance certainly did not, uh, did not like whatever was brought up and took exception. Because again, I don't think the uh, you know the play originally it was not a foul, so uh, it wasn't anything dirty in terms of the the physical action of Morris, but perhaps said something that uh, you know riled Nance up. Got to imagine Nance will get a technical, and perhaps uh, when the refs look at that replay and see that Morris did in fact uh, maybe taunt him a little bit, that he'll be given a T as well. It'll be interesting to see. You know, I think one of the uh, one of the big problems from how I uh, perceive these uh, these scuffles officiated is a lot of times the guy that retaliates is punished a lot more. You know, Nance pushing Morris there uh, more often than not gets more punished than the guy like Morris who actually says something and initiates the uh, the action from Nance. I think uh, you know. In this case, I wouldn't be opposed to just uh, giving double technicals and, and letting the game move on here. It's another reason why the NBA has tried to shut down the whole taunting and trash talking is because it leads to stuff like that. The other thing that uh, you know that bothers me about these sorts of situations is, you know, how long it often takes the referees to. I have no problem with them going back and, and looking at the replay, but um, it often takes five plus minutes to uh, determine uh, what's going to happen, and that just is is too big of a delay for the game. I uh, I like to have a little bit of a flow to the event, and oftentimes I'd like to just have the refs go look at all the angles a single time, and then just make their prognosis. If you're just joining us, this is, uh, this is Duncan Dynasty. I'm your host, Garrett Bouguet. The Celtics off to a great start in this ballgame, leading it 36-19 as we're just uh, a minute or two into this second quarter of this crucial Game 5. Of course, the series tied two games apiece. Boston winning the first couple of games on their home floor. Uh, Cleveland uh, then going home and uh, taking the next two and evening up the series. Uh, it's It's been feisty at times. Of course, uh, these teams have met uh, in, I believe, three consecutive or, or three of the past four years that LeBron has been in Cleveland. Uh, they have played the Celtics at some point in the playoffs. Of course, last year uh, the Cavs beat the Celtics in this same round in the Eastern Conference Finals. I believe LeBron's first or second year back, uh, they were able to beat the the Boston Celtics in round one. So certainly these teams don't necessarily like each other. Morris, uh, you know, is a guy that for Detroit played the Cavaliers as well uh, in the postseason in the first round, uh, you know, and I believe in 2016. Uh, so, you know, when you when you play the same guys over and over again, things can get a little bit feisty.
Again, the length of this delay is what uh, is... It's really quite exceptional how long some of these take. And, uh, you know, I notice it on free throws as well. Oftentimes they'll... Uh, They'll shoot the first free throw, and it'll be a solid, like, 20 seconds prior to the guy getting the ball back for even the second attempt. Uh, speeding up the game is something they, they definitely need to do. Uh, and in the playoffs, you know, it's it's even more so with, uh, with the added commercials for the nationally televised games. There's just a little bit too much in terms of delays of the guys actually playing basketball. As it does look like it's going to be... A technical on Morris as uh, Kyle Korver able to uh, knock the free throw down. That's uh, that is uh, is a bit surprising to me. Um, you know, I've got my TV on mute, so I'm not exactly sure what what happened, but that is uh, that is surprising that uh, Larry Nance, after shoving Marcus Morris, oh, it looks like okay, so we have a technical foul on Nance. Morris, but then also Terry Rozier for Boston, which led to the free throw for the Cavaliers. So two technicals on Boston, just one on Cleveland. Here's Nance with the basketball for the Cavaliers. Hands it off. Corver top of the key. Three, no good. Nance with the rebound. Takes a dribble. Finds Corver. Corver dribbles to the right corner. That three ball is good. So Kyle Corver knocking it down on the second opportunity. Nance uh, creating a four-point possession in essence there. As uh, Marcus Smart drives into the paint, tries to throw it out. Clarkson had it, but lost it. Picked up by Baines, and then he is bumped into by LeBron. And that will be a foul on the Cavaliers' star. So that four-point possession, a much-needed boost for the Cavaliers. Now they trail by just 13, 36-23. That's a good sign also to see Corver knock one down. He's, uh, he's also been... Um, you know, he's, he's one of the best shooters in the league, but he's been better in Cleveland than he's been on the road in these playoffs from what I've seen. Brown dribbles it off his leg and out of bounds. Good defense from Corver there, forcing the turnover. He had a couple of surprising defensive plays uh, in the last game defending Brown, forcing him into some misses. Here's LeBron with the basketball, gets a screen from Jeff Green, gets into the paint, throws it outside to Clarkson up top green. He'll drive left of the paint. Into the left corner to LeBron. Guarded by Morris. Eight on the shot clock. He'll jab step. Will take the three. That one's no good. Fight for the rebound. Nance picks it up and puts it in. Larry Nance Jr. creating some second chance opportunities and baskets for the Cavaliers. And the lead is down to 11. Here's Baines with the ball top of the key. Will hand it off to Rogier. Left side to Morris who will hand it off to Brown. Brown finds Morris on the block, switched onto by Corver. He now gets double teamed, dribbles to the top, finds Brown left corner, fakes the three, drives in. Great contest from Nance, and that's going to lead to a jump ball. Larry Nance Jr. putting together a few great minutes for the Cavaliers off the bench. Not only getting some offensive rebounds, but there being active on help side defense and going vertical and then getting his hand on the basketball to draw the jump ball. So it'll be Nance and Brown. It's just 3.1 on the shot clock if the Celtics come up with it. And they do as Brown bounces it back to Baines. Rozier will take a deep three. That one's no good. Rebound LeBron, and that will be a shot clock violation on the Celtics. So again, great defense the last couple of trips for the Cavaliers, and they'll have an opportunity to cut the lead to single digits. Clarkson will get it into LeBron. 
Lamarong will walk it into the front court, guarded by Morris. He'll get a screen from Green. Now he'll drive into the paint, gets all the way to the bucket, throws it to Nance. Right wing Clarkson three is good. Jordan Clarkson and the couple of Lakers the Cavaliers acquired at the trade deadline performing well here in the last couple of minutes, leading to a 9-0 run. Here's Jalen Brown at the right wing, gets into the paint, kicks it out. Morris right wing three is good. Marcus Morris with a big shot to stem the tide for the Boston Celtics and their lead back up to 11, 39-28, 8.47 to go here in this first half. LeBron gets Rozier on him. He'll back him down, gets double team, finds Clarkson. Wide open from the same spot, and it's the same result. Jordan Clarkson with back-to-back -back threes. And the lead again, back down to eight. Rozier up top to Aaron Baines. Baines guarded by Nance, being pressured by him, hands it off to Brown. Brown will get switched on by Baines, dribbles over the right elbow into the corner to Morris. Morris, a step back three over Corver. That one's well short. Rebound Jeff Green. He'll hand it off to LeBron, and there's a battle at the half-court line as Baines and Nance both tumble to the ground. And it looks like it's going to be a foul on Baines. Marcus Smart there with the gamble, trying to get the steal from LeBron as LeBron spun, but he was a little bit late. And LeBron able to uh, find Jordan Clarkson. And again, from the same exact spot, he's able to swish a couple of threes. Clarkson will inbound on the far sideline. He'll get it into LeBron. LeBron, guarded by Smart, will get a screen from Green. Now he's switched on to by Tatum. LeBron on the left wing will cross over, goes between the legs, dribbles left of the paint, gets to the baseline, finds Jeff Green right corner three. That one's off the front of the rim, no good. Rebound Tatum. Tatum will push it for Boston, gets over to the right wing, looking for Jalen Brown. And we'll get it to him. Guarded by Corver Hill. Spin baseline. Gets doubled. Fires it to Smart. Into the left corner. Rogier wide open for three. That one rattles out. That was halfway down. Rebound Clarkson who will get it to LeBron. LeBron dribbles to the top. Guarded by Brown. He'll drive right. Gets shut off. Throws it left side to Clarkson. Clarkson fakes the three. Now we'll get a screen from Nance. We'll take the three from the left wing. That one's short. Rebound Horford. Horford will kick it up to Tatum. Tatum on the right wing. Thought about the three, but was stopped by Corver. Now he'll isolate on the right side. We'll start to back down. Gets double team. Finds Horford. Up top, left wing. Marcus Smart, three ball. Off the front of the rim, no good. Rebound, Nance. So the Celtics going a little bit cold here in the second quarter. Cavaliers trying to cut the lead even further as Clarkson gets a screen from Nance. Gets over into the paint. Euro steps, hands it back to Nance. Will go in, and he's fouled by Rozier. So again, Clarkson and Nance, that duo, really providing a boost. And the Cavaliers certainly looked like they needed it, trailing by as much as, I believe, 17 in this ballgame. They've already cut it down to 8. So Nance will go to the line for 2. 7 one to go in the second quarter. Boston 39, Cleveland 31. First free throw is up and no good. Next commercial, I'll uh, I'll go over some of the uh, the stats that we've had so far in this first half. As Nance not able to knock down either free throws, the second one rattles out and it's rebounded by the Celtics. Here's Rogier dribbling down the right sideline and he will call time. 
And we'll head to the commercial with, again, the Celtics maintaining an eight-point lead with 640 or 6.54 to go in the first half. So for the Cavaliers, LeBron James in 14 minutes has eight points and three assists. Uh, he's three for seven from the field and one for three from the three-point line. Kevin Love leading the way with ten points and four rebounds on four of six shooting, but the Cavaliers have been outscored by ten in his 11 minutes. Tristan Thompson's got just one point and two rebounds in his ten minutes. George Hill uh, and J.R. Smith still scoreless, uh, both uh, missing uh, George Hill 0 for 1 and J.R. Smith 0 for 2. But it, uh, you know, it's been the bench, especially uh, the likes of Clarkson and Corver, who are plus 5 in their, uh, in their minutes. Uh, Clarkson 2 for 4 and 2 for 4 from downtown for 6 points. Corver's got 4 points on 1 for 3 from the field and 1 for 2 from downtown. And, of course, he hit that technical free throw as well. Uh, so the starting lineup for the Cavs certainly got outplayed, but uh, the bench has... Has done, a, uh, has done a pretty good job for him, keeping him in this ballgame. Uh, for the Celtics, Al Horford in his 12 minutes, he's one for four from the field for four points, four rebounds, and an assist, and he's plus 10 in his 12 minutes. Uh, Jason Tatum, plus 13 in his 12 minutes. He's got nine points, three rebounds, two assists, and two steals, two for five shooting. Aaron Baines is three for four in his 12 minutes for six points, and including five rebounds. Terry Rozier's got three points, uh, but just one for six so far, so a slow start for Rozier. Jalen Brown just two for seven, uh, but he has hit both of those from downtown, and he's also two for two from the line. He's got eight points, two rebounds, and a couple of assists. And Marcus Morris, a spark off the bench, he's plus ten in his 12 minutes. He's two for three from the field uh, for six points, including a rebound and a steal. And uh, Marcus Smart with three points uh, and a couple of assists as well for Boston off the bench. Both teams, you know, going to a pretty uh, small rotations. Cavaliers actually going with nine, uh, but uh, Boston going with just seven guys. Uh, have not played Ojale at all, which is a little bit surprising because he's a guy that I think, uh, other than Marcus Morris, is their best matchup for LeBron. He's got that size and, and body to deal with uh, uh, the Cavaliers' superstar, but he has, uh, has not played much uh, in the last couple of games in Cleveland. Uh, but he was a part of the rotation in uh, in Boston when uh, the Celtics got off with a two nothing series lead. Uh, but certainly, uh, if if Brad Stevens is going to stick to a seven man rotation, uh, he's asking a lot and a lot of minutes out of his uh, out of his guys, and they could wear down down the stretch. Uh, but uh, Cavaliers again getting good production from Nance and uh, and Clarkson, and uh, you know Corver off the bench, so. Uh, that's that's pretty valuable, especially to allow LeBron uh, to focus a little bit more on the defensive end and not have to to uh, you know be in the mindset that he's got to score or playmake on every single possession. As we're back now from commercial, we're getting an overhead view of uh, of the court. So now we're seeing Larry Nance and Clarkson on screen. I believe it's Boston basketball going from right to left here in this second quarter. Here's Tatum with the basketball on the left wing. He's looking onto the block for Horford. Can't get it to him. Good denial from the Cavaliers. Throws it up top to Morris. Six on the shot clock. He'll drive right of the lane. Shot fake. Fade away from five is no good. Rebound LeBron. LeBron will push it. 
They've got a three-on-four situation. Gets into the paint, kicks it out. Corver left wing three. That one's no good. Really good look for Corver, just not able to knock it down. Here's Rogier throws it right wing to Brown. Brown dribbles into the free throw line, now up to the top, now towards the Boston logo. He'll hand it off to Rogier. Rogier gets a screen from Horford. Now dribbling over to the right wing, is switched on to by Nance Jr. At the elbow, will get it into Horford. Has the ball poked away, but it's a foul on the Cavaliers. Cleveland doing a really good job uh, so far in this ballgame with their double teaming. Uh, it has led to a couple of open looks for Boston, but more often than not, they've, they've done a good job of, of forcing some turnovers, uh, forcing some uh, delays in the Celtics being able to execute their offense and, and just wreaking a little bit of havoc. But that time, uh, Horford able to draw the foul through the couple of defenders. First free throw is up, and good. Gets the roll off the front of the rim. Boston leading at 42-31. Horford takes a couple of dribbles, spins the basketball, puts up the second free throw, and that's good as well. So the Celtics' lead is back up to 10, 41-31, as Nance inbounds it to Jeff Green, who will play point forward on this possession. He'll hand it off to LeBron on the right wing, guarded by Morris who will give it to Korver. Korver fakes the shot, tries to get it back to LeBron, but it looks like LeBron was held on the cut. The pass had uh, quite a bit of heat to it. That would have been tough for LeBron to catch whether he was held or not. So the Cavaliers will limb it on the sideline with 14 on the shot clock. Yep, it does, it does appear that Brown uh, got a little bit of LeBron's jersey and held him back there. We're about the halfway point of this second quarter, 6.02 to go. Jalen Brown, after that foul, will check out of the ballgame. LeBron will get the inbounds, dribbling near half court, guarded by Morris. Is looking over his team as there's some off-ball actions as Love gets the ball on the right wing, guarded by Rogier, shoots right over the top, can't get it to go. Rebound Horford. Horford will get it to Rogier, who will... Dribble into the front court, now over to the left wing. We'll get a double screen from both his bigs. Gets to the top of the key. Shoots it from about 17 feet. That one's off the back of the rim. No good. Rebound Thompson. Rogier with a wide open look there. He continues to struggle in this first half. LeBron up top to Clarkson. Clarkson gets a screen from Tristan Thompson. Gets into the paint. Aaron Baines with a great contest. Gets the block. And it looks like there's going to be a jump ball as Clarkson, after the block, able to get his hands on the basketball. He thought he was fouled on that play. And uh, he might have a case. It looked like Baines came down and, and hit Clarkson on the right forearm as he put that shot up. But it's a jump ball, and Baines wins the tip. He gets it to Tatum, and Tatum will walk it up the right sideline into the right wing. Crosses over on LeBron, has an open shot, but passes up on it. Now guarded by Love at the top. Throws it to Rogier right back to Tatum. Tatum will take a step in three. That one's good. Tatum had love on him and was very aggressive with the mismatch and knocked down the three-point shot. And the Celtics lead at 44-31, 4.56 to go in the first half. LeBron with the basketball guarded by Morris. He'll throw it to Love. Love getting double-teamed in the corner. Throws a skip pass and it's intercepted. Another turnover for the Cavaliers. Here comes Boston back in transition. Rozier throws it right corner to Morris, up top to Horford. Horford looking inside for Baines on the block, guarded by Corver. His jump hook no good. Rebound LeBron. LeBron will push it. 
Guarded by Morris, gets to the free throw line, spins, picks up his dribble, finds Love along the right baseline, and the ball is poked out of bounds by Horford. And it'll be Clavaliers basketball with 14 on the shot clock. Good defense there from Corver as uh, LeBron also came over temporarily to show Baines that uh, he wasn't just going to be able to back him down under the basket. So Baines' jump hook was no good. But that's something Boston has done a much better job of, and you can find some mismatches if you play fast, and they have certainly done so here in the first. Here is LeBron dribbling over to the right wing, or excuse me, the left wing, and fade away from about 17 foot. He hit it. Beautiful shot from LeBron there as the Celtics lead now at 11. Here's Smart with the basketball, hands it off to Tatum. The handoff to Morris. He'll take the straight on three. Off the front of the rim and gets the friendly roll. LeBron laying off Morris there, kind of urging him to shoot, and Morris obliged. 47-33, the Celtics lead back up to 14. LeBron with the basketball top of the key. We'll get a screen from Thompson. He'll put up the three, and he is fouled. It looks like they're going to call the foul prior to the shot. It looked like one of those shots that, uh, you know, James Harden and uh, guys like Isaiah Thomas uh, did such a good job of last year is when he gets the hand check, just going right into the shot. Uh, but this year they changed that rule, and that is now a on-the-floor foul, so no shots, no free throws. Here's LeBron getting a screen from Thompson, dribbles to the free throw line, now dribbles over to the left wing, has Bain switched out on him. He'll isolate now. He'll cross over, gets into the paint, step back, 13-footer is good as the shot clock expires. So LeBron heating up a little bit with his jump shot. And the Celtics now lead it 47-35, to three and a half to go until the halftime break. Here's a weave action, and it's stolen away from LeBron. Here's a two-on-two. LeBron tries to put up the layup over Smart, gets it to go. He wanted the foul as well, but he didn't get it. But now the lead back down to 10. Sloppy play there from the Celtics, leading to the transition. Here's Moore, or excuse me, Smart gets the screen from Horford. He puts up a shot high off the glass and gets a friendly roll. So Marcus Smart making it 49-37. to Cavaliers struggling to get this lead below 10. It's kind of been going back and forth in that 10 to 14 point range. Here's Hill with the basketball on the left wing, guarded by Smart. Finds Love curling for a three at the top. No good. Rebound Tatum. Tatum will push it again for Boston. He gets to the top of the key, gets a screen from Baines. We'll throw it right side to Smart. Smart gets a screen from Horford. We'll drive towards the baseline, gets to the basket, puts it up and in over George Hill. Marcus Smart, such a strong player, able to take the contact and still finish. And the lead back up to 14, and that will lead Ty Lue to call another timeout. The Boston Celtics lead at 51-37 to with 2.25 to go in the second quarter. It's been a very impressive offensive and defensive performance from Boston as we head to another commercial. They have just, you know, done a really good job, I think, in this game of Anytime LeBron has a mismatch, they, uh, you know, they've they've sent the double team and are not willing to let LeBron beat them in this game. And LeBron has been able to make some passes, which has led to some threes. But I think the Celtics are willing to live. Like if if guys like J.R. Smith or uh, you know George Hill or Jordan Clarkson, if those guys are going to beat us, so be it. But we're not going to let LeBron do it. And LeBron is, uh, you know, most of his shots he's hit in this ball game have been of the very Difficult variety, but of course he's he's more than capable of doing that. Looking at uh, the foul situation now in this ball game, uh, 
As I'm looking on uh, ESPN stats, and uh, it's struggling to load the uh, the current statistics. We're stuck at 41 to 31, which was about four minutes ago. So I will uh, I will get to uh, the foul situation here momentarily. But certainly, it's uh, it's been an impressive performance. Uh, most of the Celtics have played well outside of the likes of uh, you know Terry Rozier in this ball game. They've gotten good production from Morris and Smart off the bench. Jalen Brown and Horford and Tatum have all played well. Whereas the Cavs, you know, getting getting some surprise production from the likes of Clarkson and Nance, but. Uh, you know, haven't seen much from J.R. Smith or George Hill, which I think, uh, you know, they showed that stat in Game 4 where, uh, you know, the the Cavs' backcourt got so badly outscored uh, by the Celtics' backcourt uh, in those first couple of games. But then in, in Games 3 and 4, it was a lot more competitive. George Hill and J.R. Smith, uh, you know, effectively uh, getting to their spots and knocking down some shots. And, you know, the Cavs don't necessarily need to win the backcourt matchup, but it's got to be at least competitive. And, uh, unfortunately, Hill and Smith really haven't done much at all in this ballgame. Okay, we finally got the uh, the stats here. Looking at the foul situation uh, for the Cavaliers, only Kevin Love has, uh, uh, it seems to be in foul difficulty. He's got two. LeBron, Thompson, Smith, Clarkson, and Korver all with one personal foul. Uh, for the Celtics, they've got a couple of guys with two fouls, Rozier and Brown, both with uh, with a couple. Uh, Horford, Tatum, Baines, and Morris all with one foul each. The Cavaliers, uh, you know, they've got to figure out a way to get their offense going, and again, I think in large part that's going to come down to some of these role players stepping up and, and making some plays. I think George Hill was uh, is is the guy in my mind that is most capable not only of hitting those off-the-bounce threes, but uh, getting into the paint and, and making plays for others. As uh, Jeff Green gets it into uh, the player I just mentioned, George Hill, he's at the Celtics logo, throws it left wing to J.R. Smith. Smith, guarded by Brown, will throw it back to Hill. Hill gets a screen from Thompson. He gets the free throw line, puts up the jumper from there off the back of the rim, no good. So Hill continuing to struggle on the offensive end, as do the Cavs, as LeBron also taking a seat. Not sure what that's about, whether that's rest or uh, some injury that he picked up. As here is the Celtics, Aaron Baines in the right corner gets a wide open look, can't get it to go. Rebound, love, he'll get it to Hill. Hill now on the left wing, gets a screen from Thompson, gets into the paint, has the ball poked away, but it's a foul on Baines as he reached across the body of Hill to get that steal. So George Hill will go to the line for two. And this will be to uh, get on the board. He's yet to score. Same with J.R. Smith. And Tristan Thompson with just one point. So that's three starters for the Cavaliers with a total of one point, and that continues as the first free throw somehow doesn't drop. It uh, hit every inch of the rim. So Hill with another opportunity to try and get on the score sheet here. 
He's had a, a very up-and-down postseason thus far. Of course, was injured for most of that Indiana series. Second free throw, he gets it to go. So the Celtics now lead it 51-38, to 145 to go in the second quarter, and LeBron, after the short rest, is right back out there. Here's the pass to Tatum on the right wing for Boston. He's isolating against Thompson. Will jab step, will drive left into the paint. Puts the layup with the left hand, no. Al Horford with the rebound and puts it up and in. And Al Horford had some things to say to Tristan Thompson after the play as well. 53-38. to Here comes George Hill pushing the tempo. Gets into the paint and he draws a foul on the Celtics. Again, not, uh, Boston players, not sure who the foul was on that time. But, uh, you know, that's something that Hill just has to do occasionally is just be aggressive and, and try to make something happen on the offensive end. They need, uh, you know, they need some offensive production from him if they want to win this game and the series. But with, you know, Thompson on the last possession, Thompson was switched out onto Tatum. That meant a guy like J.R. Smith was guarding Horford and Horford able to take advantage and get inside for the offensive rebound as the first free throw from George Hill is good. Jalen Brown just picked up his third foul as he was the one called on that foul in transition as George Hill took it to the basket, so that's something to keep an eye out for as Hill knocking down both free throws and the lead down to 13 now as Smart will handle the point guard duties for the Celtics here at the top of the key, guarded by Hill, throws it right wing Brown. Brown drives left into the paint. Now a stop by Green will hand it out to Morris. Morris now switched on to by Green, dribbling on the right wing, isolating. Will cross over, gets into the paint, loses the basketball, and it's out of bounds off of the Cavaliers with 2.5 left on the shot clock as we're down to the final minute of this second quarter. That was a little bit of a fortunate break for Boston as that ball just slipped out of Morris's hands, but uh, Jeff Green getting his hand on it allowed Boston to have another opportunity here as the pass finds Jason Tatum, left corner, fakes the three, then puts it up, no good, rebound LeBron. That was actually a pretty good look for the Celtics. Here's LeBron pushing it, gets into the paint, finds George Hill, left wing, fakes the three, drives in. Now we'll back it out. He's guarded by Horford. He'll get it over to LeBron. LeBron asking for a screen from Hill. Now gets a screen from Green, dribbles over the left, has Jalen Brown on him. Five on the shot clock, 35 on the game clock. He'll spin into the paint. Beautiful move and gets inside and finishes. Footwork there on display from LeBron as he uh, was able to use his uh, pivot foot to, to get right under the rim and finish. He's got 16 on 7 of 11 from the field. The lead is 53-42. 18 on the game clock, 10 on the shot clock. Smart will dribble left and there's a foul called on the Cavaliers, which... I don't think Boston is in the penalty as of yet. We'll see. They are not, so they will inbound it. But the shot clock reset to 14, so there's only about a three-second differential now. So Boston can take it down to about the end of the half. Smart with eight on the shot clock, isolating against Hill, throws it right wing. Jalen Brown fakes the three, left side step, puts it up. No, Smart trying to get the rebound, picked up by Thompson. Thompson will dribble at one on the game clock. He'll fire it up from past half court at the buzzer, and it's no good. And at halftime, the Boston Celtics, 53. The Cleveland Cavaliers, 42. So Cleveland will have to put up a tremendous second half to try to come back and take a 3-2 series lead and send it back to Cleveland. Uh, But Boston, with that very good first half, puts themselves in great position uh, to continue with their unbeaten streak 
on their home floor. Hope you've been enjoying the broadcast so far. I am your host, Garrett Puget. This is Duncan Dynasty, my uh, weekly podcast revolving around all things NBA. Uh, Anthony Brown and I have uh, have been doing this podcast since uh, mid-October, and uh, we've been we've been enjoying it so far. Uh, if any of you have any recommendations or things you'd like to see us do on the show, you can always uh, contact me through uh, through Facebook or Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Garrett Bougay, G-A-R-R-E-T-T-B-U-G-A-Y. Uh, you can contact me through email as well, g-bougay at O-N-U dot E-D-U. We love to hear all, uh, you know, criticisms, compliments, uh, whatever you've got, suggestions for uh, for content, uh, anything that, uh, that you would like to hear, we'd love to hear it, and uh, ho- hopefully we could make that happen. Uh, but um, without further ado, I teased uh, at the beginning of the broadcast that I would talk about uh, the the world of t- television in uh, in the year 2018 and what I've seen and what I've enjoyed uh, so far this year. Uh, and I'm going to break down a top ten list that I have. Uh, I did a small amount of preparation for this uh, uh, prior to the broadcast, and I'll also mention a few uh, um, other shows that I've watched that didn't necessarily make the top ten. Uh, but uh, first off, at number 10, I've got uh, a YouTube show, Cobra Kai. Now, uh, I imagine a lot of you have probably heard about this. It's uh, uh, it's become kind of a pop culture sensation in the TV world. It's uh, it's on, actually, YouTube Red, which is uh, unusual. Uh, you know, that's not something that uh, is, you know, YouTube Red is not known for their great television course what youtube red essentially is it allows you to avoid advertisements on youtube Uh, i believe you can you can do some sort of um, downloading so you can watch videos offline Uh, but then also uh, it allows you access to their youtube red content which this show cobra kai is a part of Uh, but essentially what cobra kai is if uh, if any of you have seen uh, the Karate Kid franchise, it's essentially a sequel to the first Karate Kid movie, is how I would best describe it. Of course, there's uh, you know the whole Daniel LaRusso, Johnny Lawrence. Uh, again, I um, if you haven't seen the Karate Kid movie, not saying it's uh, you know amazing, but it is definitely a, a solid film and, and a classic. Uh, so I would urge you to go watch that. Uh, but this, uh, you know, it's uh, that Johnny LaRusso, or excuse me, Daniel LaRusso, Johnny Lawrence dynamic. Uh, in the first movie was very much like Daniel LaRusso uh, was this kid that moved to a new school and he got bullied uh, by the, you know, the the preppy kid Johnny Lawrence and and there was the fight over the girl between the two of them as well, whereas Johnny Lawrence was kind of perceived as the bad boy and Daniel LaRusso kind of the sweetheart. Uh, And it all uh, also involved karate, hence the title Karate Kid. Uh, but this Cobra Kai is essentially uh, taking that original movie and then saying, okay, these characters that you knew from the movie, what are they doing 30 years uh, after that movie uh, happened? And what are they doing as adults? Uh, how, how have their lives changed? And, uh, you know, they, they do a lot of interesting things in terms of uh, they try to flip the script and kind of make Johnny Lawrence uh, more the main character and the, 
the character that you sympathize with a little bit more, whereas Daniel LaRusso a little bit uh, is more put into that villain uh, characterization. So it's kind of neat how they flip that. Uh, And there's also dynamics where their children are at the age that they were during the original movie. Uh, So they get to see kind of... um, like Johnny Lawrence gets uh, uh, gets to kind of train a kid who's interested in karate that is kind of more like what Daniel LaRusso was in the Karate Kid movie, uh, and you know vice versa. Whereas Daniel LaRusso kind of gets to he gets to train someone that's more uh, you know been raised like uh, Johnny Lawrence was. Uh, so you know it's uh, it's a pretty solid show. I don't think it's it's anything amazing, uh, but uh, it certainly was a fun watch if you enjoy. Uh, the Karate Kid movies, I, I would recommend uh, would recommend the show. Um, and, you know, it's, it's just fun. It's also pretty quick. There's, there's only 10 episodes. They're about 30 minutes apiece. Uh, there's, there's different ways. You can also get a, a YouTube Red uh, free trial that would allow you to check out the series. But certainly uh, Cobra Kai uh, has got to be mentioned in terms of the TV from this year. Uh, and that's at my number 10. At number 9, I've got The Good Place, which is uh, an NBC sitcom. Uh, it'll be hard to talk much about this without getting into major spoilers, uh, but one of the really interesting things about this show, and I'm mostly rever- referring to good, The Good Place Season 2 when I talk about uh, TV shows from 2018, is how you know the plot uh, drastically changed. You know, You have a lot of the same characters going on from Seasons 1 to 2, uh, but the plot, uh, there was there was a bit of a shift between seasons one and two, and it took you on kind of a roller coaster ride. Uh, but uh, it kept things really interesting. Uh, the show's you know relatively funny. It's not you know the funniest thing you'll ever watch, but uh, you know there's there's generally a couple of uh, pretty good jokes every episode. And uh, again, the story is actually pretty creative and interesting as well. So it's kind of a universe that's also you know fun to explore. So the good place certainly. Uh, deserves a place on this list. It's at number nine. At number eight, I've got Sneaky Pete, season two. Uh, this is an Amazon show, uh, and uh, I I don't think uh, many people have seen or heard of this show, but uh, season one was one of my favorite shows of last year, 2017, uh, and season two didn't quite live up to that standard of, that season one did. Um, in large part because Brian Cranston was involved in season one. Of course, Brian Cranston Walt, the, played Walter White in, in Breaking Bad. Uh, but, you know, having his presence in season one was, uh, was a big part of why it was so great. Not having him in season two uh, was, a, was a bit of a disappointment and left, um, you know, a little bit to be desired. Uh, but essentially, Sneaky Pete is about a con man who uh, the... In the first episode of season one, you'll find out that he essentially uh, played a con on this ruthless gangster type and got caught. And uh, he was going to be chased down and killed, so instead of dying, he chooses to commit a crime, which then sends him to prison, uh, where he actually has the safety of, of not being uh, being killed by uh, the gangster's uh, henchmen. Uh, but in prison, he... Uh, he realizes that oh the um, you know even after three years and he's about to get out there those guys are still after him so he actually takes up the identity of his cellmate who he learned a lot about because his cellmate happened to be very talkative about his childhood and all those sorts of things and it also happened to be a situation where his cellmate hadn't seen a lot of his family in twenty plus years 
uh, since he was about 11 years old. So it was a situation where even his family didn't really know what he looked like. So that allowed uh, the the main character, uh, who is the actor, is uh, Giovanni Ribisi. It allowed him to essentially go to that family and say he's Pete, have all of these childhood stories that he learned from his cellmate, and be able to convincingly pull off uh, that he is that person. Uh, but it, it was a really neat premise, and uh, the fact that he's a con man and a you know a, a con artist also adds a kind of an interesting dynamic, and it, it's fun at times, and um, pretty pretty interesting at other times. It can be funny, and it's also got some some pretty good drama and characters as well. So Sneaky Pete season two, while not as good as the first, still still a uh, an entertaining season of television. Uh, at number seven, I have the uh, the Netflix show Love. Um, you know, this was a show that uh, was in part created by Judd Apatow, uh, who did a bunch of uh, really popular movies like uh, The 40-Year-Old Virgin and Knocked Up and uh, amongst others. Uh, but uh, he helped uh, create this show. Um, it also has uh, Gillian Jacobs from Community. Uh, and it's, it's a really interesting thing because it is a romance, but it's kind of an anti-romance in the fact that the show tries to give you two characters that are actually not likable, and the fact that they get together almost makes you think, oh, you know, please don't get together. It gives you the opposite feeling as an audience member, which is which is interesting. Uh, and uh, the first season, you know, I watched it, and I was like, you know what, this th- this was decent. Uh, it, was, it was an interesting concept, but it didn't really, uh, I wasn't really in love with it, uh, but Season two and three, it just kept getting better and better. And uh, season three that that aired this earlier this year on Netflix was the final season, but it was the best of the three seasons. And it got to the point where I was like, "Yeah, this is this is genuinely a really good show." Uh, you know, these characters are well fleshed out, and there's a combination of yes, you uh, you don't necessarily think they're great for each other, but at the same time, you've grown to not only um, understand what's really you know the flaws of these people but it also <clears throat> excuse me you you learn to like them as well uh for what they uh for for the positive aspects of their personality and character uh so yeah it, love on on netflix certainly a show uh, that i think is is pretty solid and if you're if you're tired of the same old romantic comedy tropes uh uh, that's something that uh, I think you you should probably check out. Number five on my list is High Maintenance. Uh, this is essentially um, kind of an anthology series where each episode is its own thing, uh, and it all revolves around a um, you know a weed dealer in New York, and he travels to different areas and to different clientele, and you get to see their story in an individual episode, and sometimes it'll um, it'll span multiple uh, stories. Uh, but it's it's such a great show. It, it started, I believe, as a web series, and it lasted six or seven seasons as a web series prior to HBO picking it up. Uh, the season that aired this year on HBO was season two of the show uh, as an HBO program. But it is it is a real joy to watch. It's it's really neat. All the different uh, types of characters and, and situations the show puts you in. Uh, as an audience member, it's it's really unique and and it does a really good job of showing a, a wide variety of different people uh, and you know an eclectic mix of uh, of people that you would probably encounter and that live in a city 
you know, as diverse as, uh, as New York. Uh, but High Maintenance, certainly a really fun show. And uh, if you enjoy the show on HBO, uh, I would also urge you to go back and, and watch some of the web series as well because it's, it's pretty solid uh, also. Number four on my list is, uh, is Queer Eye. Uh, this is a, essentially a, um, you know, a, a remake of the Queer Eye for, a straight, for the Straight Guy that aired in the 90s. Uh, that was essentially a, um, you know, a program in which uh, five gay men essentially tried to um, fix up uh, straight men and, uh, you know, set them up to succeed and not only in their workplace, but also in their romantic lives. And uh, this new version, you know, has an updated cast. Uh, it, um, you know, but it also doesn't... Uh, it doesn't force itself into just only um, serving straight guys as their clientele. Occasionally, they'll um, they'll even help out other gay guys. They'll help out, um, you know. The the show is based in uh, in Georgia, so a lot of you know Southern white men that you wouldn't imagine uh, would be very liberal. They uh, they they do a good job of showing that you know we're not all alike. Even if we're a redneck, that doesn't mean uh, that we we have all of these conservative. Uh, um, values and and uh, you know look down on on gay people or anything like that. So it does a good job of showing that you know we're all alike and uh, no matter no matter where we're liberal, conservative, you know, young, old, straight or gay, you know, we're we're all people and uh, you know we should all be there for each other to help each other out and we should all hope that uh, all of us are happy. So it, it's a really fun show. It's it's funny sometimes. You know, you might even tear up at uh, at certain episodes. There, there's been eight episodes and. I believe season two should be coming soon, which I'm, I'm very excited for. Uh, but Queer Eye certainly uh, has to be mentioned on the list for the top shows of 2018. Uh, my number three on my list might surprise some people. This is uh, it's a show called Barry, um, which stars Bill Hader, uh, obviously the um, popular guy from HBO. Or I mean, from SNL, I should say, uh, and he's done various comedies as well, uh, but. Barry is a show about uh, Bill Hader, who is a hitman who happens to stumble upon a situation in which one of his targets is in an acting class and therefore uh, actually starts to, as we're, we're just a few minutes away from the, from the second half, uh, he stumbles upon an acting class and then actually finds that he really enjoys the acting and wants to get out of the hitman uh, field. And it's a situation where, oh, it's a guy who is really good at being a hitman but hates it. Uh, but then also, you know, he, he loves this acting thing, but he might be really bad at it. Uh, and there's that kind of dynamic of those two things and, and what should he do. And, and uh, you know, there's some, there's some dark comedy. Uh, and, and the show also gets very serious at times as well. Uh, so Barry on HBO, it's only eight episodes. Again, half hour an episode really good stuff as uh, the second half is underway i'll get to my final two in the next couple of commercials uh, but the Cavs have the basketball to start the third quarter they're going from right to left here's jr smith top of the key three that one's off the front of the rim no good rebound rogier rogier will walk it up into the front court guarded by hill he'll dribble over to the left side hands it off to tatum tatum gets a double screen gets a wide open three at the top of the key no good fight for the rebound that one looks like it's off of horford and out of bounds the Cavs will get it back. 
So the Celtics, again, maintaining an 11-point lead. Cavaliers uh, getting away with one there as Tatum had a wide-open look. George Hill dribbling over the left wing, getting a screen from LeBron, now switched on to by Brown. He'll fire it to LeBron. The Celtics switch. Baines onto LeBron now. LeBron with eight on the shot clock, isolating against Baines. Will cross over. Step back, 20-footer is good. LeBron James, another difficult shot, but uh, gets the Cavs within nine now. 53-44 to 44 as we're a minute into this third quarter. Here's... Rogier, left wing to Horford, looking inside for Baines. Baines guarded by Love. He throws it cross court. Tatum, left or excuse me, right wing to Brown. Brown jab steps on Smith, backs down, fade away from the free throw line. Is good. Great shot there from Jalen Brown. The Celtics now lead it 55-44. Here's George Hill with the ball on the left wing, guarded by Rogier, backing him down. Gets a screen from LeBron. Again, the Cavs get the switch. But again, the Celtics quickly switch off, and it's Baines again guarding LeBron on the left wing. LeBron isolating, goes between the legs, gets right past him and lays it up and in. After hitting the jump shot on the previous possession that time, he made Baines think he was going to take another and then got right past him for an easy bucket. So LeBron, two for two on those isolation opportunities against Baines. Here's Rozier, gets to the free throw line, now is switched on to by Thompson. Here's Tatum on the right wing inside to Horford. He gets double teamed along the baseline, throws it out to Rozier. He'll drive in, has the ball poked away, picked up by Love. Here's LeBron. He's on a two-on-one. He'll cross over Tatum, and Tatum wraps him up. On his way to the basket, LeBron hoping that it's a shooting foul, but I think this one will be called on the floor. Ball inbounded to George Hill for the Cavaliers. He's on the left wing again. They're going to try to run the same action. Get LeBron switched on to by Rogier, And here comes Hill driving down the paint, but he can't finish the slam. Here comes Jason, or excuse me, Jalen Brown running back. He loses the ball. Kevin Love finds LeBron. LeBron will dribble over to the right wing now. Guarded by Tatum. Throws it cross court. Love, left corner three. That one rattles out. No good. Rebound Rogier. Frantic pace on the last couple of possessions. Both teams uh, not able to convert. Here's Rozier, hands it off to Horford, top of the key, guarded by Thompson, picks up his dribble, hands it off to Baines. Baines looking inside for Tatum, now throws it cross court to Horford, right wing, up top to Rozier. Rozier gets a screen, pulls up from 20. That one rattles out. Rebound Horford, and we've got a foul on the floor. It looks like it's going to be on the Cavaliers. Celtics will take it out of bounds with a full shot clock after that... Uh, that shot bounced off the rim. The foul took place after the miss. So Brown will inbound it on the near sideline. We'll get it into Baines, top of the key. Baines guarded by Love, holding the basketball. Finds Horford on the left block, facing up against Thompson. Now we'll back him down. Gets a foot into the paint, spins baseline. That fadeaway is a tough shot. Good defense from Thompson. Rebound Love. Here's LeBron with the basketball for the Cavaliers, top of the key, guarded by Brown. Gets into the paint. Spins, fadeaway, left-handed, jump hook, no good. Air ball, rebound Thompson. He'll find a cutting LeBron, no good on the layup. A couple of missed opportunities there. And here comes Boston. Here's Jalen Brown on a one-on-two break, and he draws the bump. Again, Boston continuing to, uh, I'm sure that's something Brad Stevens emphasized, is every opportunity, push the basketball and uh, and try to, try to score some easy buckets and get to the free throw line for some easy opportunities. 
for LeBron, and an odd shot attempt there. Uh, you know, got Brown into the paint, but then took about a 14-foot left-handed jump hook. Missed it, and then Thompson able to get the rebound, but LeBron on the cut not able to finish the land. Brown at the line, shooting two. The first is up and in. So Boston's lead at 56-46, 8.33 to go in the third quarter. Second free throw, no good, and it looked like Jalen Brown was going to get the rebound, but Baines poked it away. LeBron in transition has his pass stolen by Rozier. The Celtics again with a four on three. Here's Tatum, right corner three is good. Jason Tatum with a huge shot, and another costly turnover for the Cavaliers leads to three the other way, and that will be a timeout for Ty Lu and the Cavs as the Celtics lead back up to 13 costly mistake there from LeBron as the Celtics continue to hang on to a double-digit advantage. So we're about to, uh, about to head to another commercial here as we're watching Tatum knock down that three. We're seeing uh, Eastern Conference Finals logo. Now we're seeing a McDonald's advertisement. Again, if you're trying to sync up with me, hopefully you've been able to. Uh, the broadcast is on ESPN. So we're looking at now a solo uh, advertisement on the screen. As uh, going back to my uh, my top ten TV shows of 2018, at ten I had Cobra Kai, nine I had The Good Place, eight I had Sneaky Pete, seven I had The uh, Love, uh, and then actually I I may have um, skipped over one. Um, I may have skipped over number six, which uh, now that I'm looking at it, I definitely did. Um, number six I had The Terror which is an AMC show uh, that was about uh, based in the, um, the late 1840s, an expedition uh, that was taken um, by the Brits to figure out if there was a passageway through the Antarctic uh, via, via ship. And uh, in the process, uh, a huge crew ended up being stuck because it was so cold that the ice just continued to build to the point that... Uh, their, their ships were immobile, and it led to a situation where they had to essentially flee the ship uh, due to limited food supplies and everything else. But then there's also the factor that there are uh, specific uh, creatures uh, in the Antarctic that uh, seem to be uh, terrorizing, hence, well, and one of the ships is also called the Terror, but uh, this creature terrorizes uh, the, the ship and its passengers uh, and its crew, and uh, it's uh, it's got a very interesting vibe to it. It's kind of like uh, I would describe it as, um, you know, a little bit like the thing where you're kind of um, in an isolated environment uh, with with something that uh, is is very scary. Uh, there's there's kind of a um, impending doom sort of feel to the show in general. Uh, but that uh, that is a really fun show on AMC. Actually, uh, I have yet to watch the finale, which just aired uh, a couple nights ago. But uh, that is a, is a really fun show. But uh, yeah, I had uh, Love at 7, The Terror at 6, High Maintenance at 5, Queer Eye at 4, and then I was just uh, finishing up on Barry. Uh, really, really fun show. Um, really dark at times, very serious, but also uh, you know comedic at, at other times as well. Uh, and... 
you know, the direction on this show is actually pretty fantastic as well. One of the directors from uh, the number one show on my list has has done a few episodes for it. Uh, but uh, then number two, uh, I have The Handmaid's Tale, which uh, is certainly a, a very uh, a tough show to watch. Uh, it's very dark. It's a it's a alternative uh, future in which um, essentially fertility becomes pretty rare and women are not getting as pregnant as often, and therefore it leads to uh, this religious movement that forces the women that can get pregnant pregnant into being handmaids as we're back from commercial i'll continue that later as we've got another turnover from lebron as here comes the celtics in transition and jalen brown is fouled cavaliers really killing themselves with uh, with the turnovers here especially to start this third quarter and lebron with a couple back-to-back turnovers on uh, on the possession prior to the timeout and then the first one out of the timeout so lebron not having his greatest performance here especially here to start this second half. Jalen Brown's first free throw is up and in. So the Celtics now lead at 60-46 to with 8.09 left to go in the third quarter. And as you see there, LeBron with just three assists and four turnovers, so a negative assist-to-turnover ratio. That is, is never good for a playmaker. So the second free throw is up and in, and the Celtics lead up to 15 now. Big hole the Cavs have dug themselves as LeBron with the ball on the left wing. Now gets a screen from Love, throws it to Love on the block, guarded by Brown. He's backing down, gets into the paint, right-hand jump hook is good. Beautiful move there from Love, very assertive, getting to his spot and knocking it down. 61-48. Here's Rozier with the basketball on the left wing, guarded by Hill. He'll get a double screen, throws it left side to Brown. Brown thinking about the deep three, and we've got a foul off the ball as Horford hit the hardwood so we're seeing love just overpowering Jalen Brown in the post that's something I think they haven't done quite enough of is taking advantage of, of love's ability down there Of course, Love also dealing with that thumb injury he suffered in that Pacers series. Torn ligaments in his left thumb. Here's Rogier with the basketball for the Celtics. Drives right of the paint. Tries to get it into Baines. He bobbles it. Picks it back up. Throws it out to Tatum. Four on the shot clock. Gets double teamed. Guarded by Thompson. Will drive left. 18-foot shot. He nailed it. Jason Tatum continues to hit really difficult shots and big moments for the Celtics team. Here's J.R. Smith with a basketball. He'll drive left, gets into the paint. His floater gets the friendly roll. That's something you'd like to see for the Cavs is just guys like Smith and Hill just making a play here or there to ease that burden that's on the shoulders of LeBron. Here's Horford with the ball, top of the key. And it looks like it's going to be an offensive foul on Jason Tatum as J.R. Smith got in the lane in which Tatum was trying to run and Tatum just pushed him. And the Cavs will get the ball back. Big-time shot there from Jason Tatum. Uh, so the Cavaliers played pretty good defense for 22 seconds of that possession. George Hill throws it left wing to Kevin Love, guarded by Horford. Love looking over the defense, now dribbles towards the top, finds George Hill on the right wing, gets a screen from Thompson. He pulls from 20 and hits. George Hill knocking down, I believe that's his first field goal of the night. And the Celtics lead back down to 11, 63-52. Again, the Cavaliers' struggle tonight has been to get it under 10. They've been in this range 
uh, for, for quite a while now in this ballgame. Here's Rogier with the ball. Top of the key gets a screen from Horford. Dribbling over to the right wing, guarded by Thompson. Crosses over, gets to the basket, puts it up off the glass. No. Fight for the rebound. Horford gets it, puts it back up. No good. Baines picks it up, and it's blocked away by Love. Here comes LeBron. Two-on-two opportunity. Gets to the basket and is bear-hugged by Marcus Morris on his way to the rim. So the Celtics with about three opportunities on that possession, but the final one emphatically blocked away by the Cavaliers' power forward. Rogier had a pretty good look, couldn't get it. Horford had a decent look, missed it. And then Baines went in and challenged Love, and Love was up to the task. First free throw from LeBron is up and in. Again, the lead down to 10 now. It's been, you know, multiple times the Cavs have gotten to this point, but uh, have struggled to, to push further into the deficit. LeBron with his usual solid percentages from the floor. He's got 21 looking for 22 here, and that one's short. Rebound Morris. So again, lead at 10. It'll be interesting to see if the Cavs can can cut more into this or if the Boston will, will build it back up again. Here's Smart with the ball. Top of the key, guarded by Hill. We'll get a screen from Horford. Dribbling with his left hand, gets to the free throw line, kicks it out. Left wing Morris. He'll take a deep three. No good. Rebound Love. Love will hand it off to LeBron. LeBron dribbling it up to the right wing. Gets a screen from Thompson. Dribbles left. Gets the free throw line. Floater, no good. Thompson gets his hand on it, but picked up by Smart. Smart will push it. They've got a five on four. Morris is wide open. He'll drive in. Reverse layup is up and good. And it looked like LeBron may have gotten Morris in the face on that. Uh, The Cavs are going to continue on. They've got a five on four the other way. Here's J.R. Smith, right corner three. No good. Rebound Horford. So the Celtics dodge a bullet with Morris in the backcourt on that defensive possession. Here's Horford on the block, getting double teamed by Hill and Thompson, throws it cross-court to Tatum. Tatum drives to the free-throw line, kicks it out to Smart. Ten on the shot clock. Smart will take a left-wing three. That is good as well. The Celtics shooting the lights out here to start the quarter. Smart knocking down the shot again, not known as a great shooter, but he seems to, uh, to hit some timely ones now and again. As LeBron throws it to Love, back to LeBron on the left wing. LeBron looking for some off-ball action, just holding the basketball, throws it cross-court to George Hill. Hill pulls up from the right elbow. That one's way off. Rebound Tatum. Not a confident-looking shot there from Hill. Here's Tatum, top of the key. Thinks about the three, but stepped up to by Love. He'll get it back now. He's isolating against Love. 12 on the shot clock. Sidestep three for Tatum rattles out. That one nearly went, and that was an extremely high-difficulty attempt. Here's J.R. Smith, right wing. Throws into the corner to Hill. Inside to Love, gets double-teamed. Finds a cutting LeBron, and he'll lay it up and in. Plus the foul. Seemed to be a late call there, but uh, not sure why the Celtics foul. That seemed like that was a guaranteed bucket. Whenever you've got a 6'8", 260-pound man running towards the basket, it's hard to really do anything to prevent him from from scoring as Morris came in and uh, yes he did get a piece of him on that cut so LeBron another opportunity at an old-fashioned three-point play he's 10 of 17 from the field for his 23 showing the rest of the team struggling from the field at 11 of 34 free throw is up from LeBron and it's good So again, I feel like a broken record. The lead is down to 12. 
68-56. Boston has been able to do a good job of maintaining this double-digit edge as we've got a foul on the screen action. Looks like it was on J.R. Smith there as uh, he pushed Jason Tatum, who was trying to set the screen. 4.07 left in the third quarter. The Celtics will have the ball. Yes, and he, he clearly pushes Tatum from behind, which leads to Tatum then tripping George Hill. So a good call there from the referees. And the Celtics are in the penalty, so Tatum at the line shooting two, and he knocks down the first. So this is big. With, with over four minutes left in this quarter, the Celtics will be shooting free throws on every foul. course we've got basketball every every night for uh, the next few nights especially since both of the series are at least going six games we've got game five of the western conference finals tomorrow game six of this series will be on friday as both free throws are knocked down by tatum as we hit the four minute mark of the third the celtics lead is 14 70 to 56 Hill into the left corner to Jeff Green, back to Hill. Hill guarded by Horford, throws it right side to LeBron. LeBron looking for love on the block, gets it, guarded by Tatum. Hill spin baseline, puts up the shot off the glass and in. Should say it wasn't a spin, it was more just a a, a pull-through move there from Love as he uh, got the advantage on Tatum and able to knock down the shot. Here's Smart with the basketball, dribbling with his left hand, throws it cross-court Tatum onto the block to Horford. Horford with 10 on the shot clock, backs down, gets, spins around Thompson, and draws the foul. Beautiful maneuver there. It was uh, it was a bit of a drop step, but just using his quickness to get interior position on Thompson, and Thompson had no resort other than just to wrap him up. Horford has, uh, you know, Far and away had his best postseason of his career this year. He's just been absolutely terrific for this Celtics team as the first free throw is up and in. Averaging 14 points, a little over 14 points and 50% shooting for the series. But his timely buckets, his post play, his three-point shooting all have been invaluable for this Celtics team. It doesn't have a ton of playoff experience outside of uh, the likes of Horford and Smart and Morris. Here's LeBron on the left wing, guarded now by Horford on the switch. Ten on the shot clock. He'll find Love on the block, guarded by Morris. Love facing up now will drive baseline, gets under the basket, shot fake, tries to kick it out to LeBron, but he's not there. Jason Tatum picks up the ball, lays it up and in. He got to that right before the shot clock expired. A huge play from Tatum, and he finished it over LeBron. Here's Jeff Green in the right corner now, guarded by Brown. He's backing down, getting into the paint, turns over the left shoulder and finishes. Confident post play there from Jeff Green and a much-needed basket for the Cavaliers to stem the tide. It's 74-60. to The Celtics lead by 14. 2.35 to go in this third period. Smart with a basketball at the Celtics logo. Dribbling with his left hand. Now we'll get a screen from Morris. Picks up his dribble. Finds Morris on the cut. A beautiful feed. And he lays it up and in. Looked like the Cavs may have uh, not communicated on that one, leading to the wide-open cut. And the Celtics lead by 16 now. Again, the Cavs are going to go back to Jeff Green on the block against Brown. He's backing down, backing down. 
will try to get in. Gets doubled. Kicks it out to LeBron. Eight on the shot clock. Guarded by Morris. Takes a deep three. That one's no good. Fight for the rebound. Horford picks it up. Another tough shot there for the Cavaliers. Here's Brown in transition. Gets to the hoop. A beautiful defensive play from George Hill. He knocks it off of Jalen Brown's leg and out of bounds. The Cavs will get it back. Danny Ainge, the general manager of the Celtics, getting up and claiming that was a foul. It'll be interesting to see if, if we get another look at that, if George Hill did indeed get a piece of, uh, of Jalen or if he was able to get the ball. Kevin Love there on that post-up got double-teamed and kind of just threw it back out to where he thought LeBron was previously the last time he saw him, but occasionally players are going to move off the ball as uh, we're headed to another commercial. As I was I was breaking down my top 10 TV shows of 2018, I was on number two, Handmaid's Tale, which again is a uh, you know an alternate future in which uh, the, the the few women that are able to get pregnant become forced into essentially uh, servitude and become uh, sex slaves. You know, so obviously material that's uh, not necessarily great for children. Uh, but uh, it's definitely um, you know a really well done show. The cinematography, the performances, the the dialogue, the the world is is so well developed and detailed. And uh, despite the fact that it is uh, it is uh, oftentimes a very hard watch, uh, they do a decent enough job. Um, maybe more so in season one than so far in season two of of at least giving you some glimmers of hopes to make it so that it's not just completely miserable. Uh, you know, and depressing always, but uh, it, se- it certainly is, uh, you know, dealing with some tough subjects, and, uh, you know, um, it's not for everybody, but I think it's a, it's an incredibly well-done show, and, and uh, I, I, I look forward to watching it uh, week in and week out. And finally, my top show of 2018 is Atlanta. This is a Donald Glover's show. Uh, he essentially is a manager for a, a, um, a rapper who's trying to, to make it big, uh, in the in the Atlanta area, and the show does such a good job of, you know, not only political and social commentary, uh, and you know they it, it does such a great job of having episodes in 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 that are hilarious and also scary and terrifying at the same time. Uh, it um, it does a good job of of showing what it's like to be, uh, you know, a black man in America in the, in this day and age. It also shows you what it's like to be a black woman in America in this day and age. They have a, a variety of interesting characters, um, and and the, you never know what you're going to get each and every week. It's uh, it's really unique. The, the show doesn't um, s- stick to a, a typical sort of um, plot progression. It kind of goes all over the place, but it, it, it makes it... Um, really interesting, and it, it can go in any direction. And you you go in each week, kind of wondering and, and surprised where they take it. Uh, but yeah, it it also has terrific direction and, and performances as well. Uh, really, really terrific show. So that's that's my top ten TV shows of 2018 thus far. Of course, there's uh, there's a lot more to get to uh, over the next you know six and a half months of the year. Uh, but uh, television is certainly uh, is an important part of my life. I watch a lot of TV. I enjoy it quite a bit, and uh, you know, there's uh, there's a few there's a few shows here that I, I wanted to mention that are uh, you know some honorable mentions. I'll probably get to that at the uh, at the next commercial break. Uh, as we're probably yes, we are back from commercial now. As we're looking at uh, Jason Tatum talking on the screen.
Cavaliers have the basketball going from right to left here in this third quarter. George Hill with the ball, throws it right elbow to Larry Nance Jr. Hill handed back off to Hill. Hill drives right, stops at the free throw line, back to Nance Jr. on the left. He throws the pass to Hill, but it was a low pass. Hill then tries to save it. It's picked off by the Celtics. Here's Jason Tatum in the left corner, tries to drive baselines, cut off by Green, tried to throw it off of Green, but was not able to. And it's out of bounds. The ball will go back to the Cavaliers. Again, Hill and Nance trying to do a two-man game, but uh, not really effective there. Didn't know where that was going. Jason Tatum with a terrific performance, 21 points on 6 of 13 shooting. Clarkson with the ball at the top of the key, throws it left side. Corver into the corner to Kevin Love. He's got a wide open look. He can't hit it. Those are the shots the Cavs are going to have to knock down the rest of this game if they want to... Uh, Come back and erase this 16-point deficit. That was a wide-open look from one of the camp's better shooters. Here's Smart with the ball. Drives right of the lane on Clarkson. Puts up the shot. No good. Fight for the rebound. It's picked up by Green as we're under a minute to go in this third period. Green picks up his dribble on the right side, being hounded by Tatum. Throws it up top to Clarkson. Clarkson at the Boston logo calling for a screen. Gets a screen from Kevin Love on the right side. Now dribbling past Baines. Gets into the paint. Loses it out of bounds. It'll go back to the Celtics. So another turnover for the Cavaliers. 41.8 seconds to go in the third quarter as Terry Rozier will check back in. Again, the Celtics uh, with an opportunity to potentially go two for one here if they can get a shot off here in the next uh, 11 or 12 seconds. Rozier will uh, let the ball roll all the way to about half court, picks it up, guarded by Clarkson. He'll dri- he dribbles with his right hand over the right wing, throws it up top, Morris. Morris guarded by Love. 35 on the game clock. He'll drive right, gets to the basket, puts it up off the glass, no. Rebound, Nance Jr. Morris behind the play. Here come the Cavs, and Jeff Green mis- mishandles the pass, and it goes out of bounds. It looked like a situation where he just uh, was ready to make the next play and didn't keep his eye on the ball like a receiver in the NFL when they go to make a move before they actually catch it. That's another turnover for the Cavaliers. Way too many tonight in this ball game. And the Celtics, now with about a four-second differential between the game and shot clock, will uh, will try to run it down. Again, holding a 76-60 lead. Rozier with the ball on the right sideline, guarded by Clarkson. 10 on the shot clock. He'll throw it in to Jalen Brown. On the right corner, guarded by Corver. He'll drive in, puts up the shot, blocked by Nance. He picks it up. Five seconds on the game clock. Here's Clarkson. He'll drive, gets over to the left wing, puts up the runner. No good. And it was actually, I believe, deflected by Morris. And that will end the third quarter with the Boston Celtics leading the Cleveland Cavaliers 76-60 to in Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals. We're heading to another commercial. So a few of my honorable mentions in terms of the television of 2018. Uh, uh, one show I watched on Stars is Ash vs. Evil Dead. Uh, if any of you are fans of the Evil Dead series, uh, in terms of the movie trilogy, which came out in the late 70s and, and, and the third movie came out in the early 90s, uh, it's, a, it's a really fun show. It just, uh, in the same way that Cobra Kai kind of is a sequel to uh, the Karate Kid universe, Ash vs. Evil Dead, the show is essentially a sequel to uh, the, the Evil Dead universe, and you get to see the main character, Ash, who's Bruce Campbell, the actor. Uh, you know, you get to see him in today's world, and uh, the Evil Dead movies and the show do a good job of combining the, the horror elements of 
of um, you know uh, demons and, and that sort of thing with uh, you know with a uh, physical humor and physical comedy sort of stuff going on as well. So uh, that's all that's all good and fun as well as we're uh, we're back from commercial. We're looking at a Mobile One performance as we're seeing Jalen Brown now with that beautiful shot he hit early on in the third quarter. But uh, Tatum and Brown really have been the difference in this Celtics run. I just didn't expect them to be playing at this high of a level this early on in their career. Of course, they're both top five picks, but uh, the fact that they've played this well as a 20- and 21-year-old, respectively, uh, is is really impressive. Uh, but, uh, you know, Ash vs. Evil Dead, what the, it was season three that aired uh, in 2018, and uh, that is the end of the show uh, but it, it was a fun ride. It uh, it did a pretty good job. I would still say season one was the best season as far as that show is concerned because Sam Raimi, the original director of Evil Dead, was uh, was involved uh, heavily in season one. So, uh, you know, I, I generally preferred that. But seasons two and three were, were still decent to fun television to watch. And uh, that's a show, if, if you like horror and if you like kind of that uh, horror comedy um, combination. I think that's something you should check out. Brooklyn Nine Nine uh, was, uh, you know, one of the best uh, sitcoms around. It's on Fox, and uh, there was that whole controversy on how Fox actually canceled Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, but uh, actually, um, just within a day of that being canceled, there was such a public outcry that NBC picked it up. So uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine will go on. I believe uh, uh, this was season five or six that just aired, and it was, uh, you know. As good as the show has been, uh, it's uh, it's been a pretty consistent show throughout. There's been there's been moments in certain seasons that have kind of dragged, but for the most part, it's been you know a a B plus level, A minus level uh, of sitcom. Not in the not in the caliber of like The Office or Parks and Rec, but you know a step below that, and that's still um, you know pretty pretty fun to watch. A good cast of characters, uh, and one of the more uh, you know liberal shows uh, on on television. Uh, there's also uh, another nominee I have is Baskets as we're back from commercial. Uh, this is a Zach Galifianakis uh, comedy, uh, also with Louis Anderson, and I'll, I'll talk more about uh, that in my final uh, honorable mention after the next commercial break. But uh, Boston going from left to right here in the fourth quarter. Marcus Smart with the basketball top of the key, throws it right wing to Morris. Morris guarded by Jeff Green, throws it inside to Baines. He has the ball poked away by Nance Jr. He tries to find Morris, gets it to him. He takes a falling away three from the corner, no good. Clarkson with the board. He'll push it up, find Jeff Green. Green finds a cutting Nance. He'll try to throw it down on Baines, and he's called for the offensive foul. That was nearly a poster. And uh, Nance, of course, a dynamic athlete. But uh, Baines, I think, holding his ground and and doing a good job, although I'm a little confused why that's called an offensive foul when it appears that Baines jumped. <laughs> but nonetheless, it's an offensive foul, and the Celtics have it back, leading by 16. Here's Jalen Brown at the top, isolating on Smith. Crosses over, gets into the paint, has his shot deflected, but he gets it back and puts it up again. A very quick second jump, and Brown able to sneak it past the Cavaliers' interior defenders. And the Celtics lead it by 18 now. Here's Corver with the ball top of the key, throws it left side to Smith. He bobbles the pass, but then picks it back up, waiting for a screen from Nance. He'll get it, dribbles into the corner, up top to Clarkson. Clarkson dribbles left, 
fadeaway 21-footer is good. Very difficult shot there from Clarkson, but he is known to occasionally hit some of those really tough shots. He is, uh, he is if anything, a, a difficult shot maker, even if it isn't uh, necessarily efficient. Here's Marcus Smart, right wing three. He nailed it. Marcus Smart with another huge three. I believe that's at least his third triple of the ball game. The Celtics lead up to 19 now. Here's Clarkson dribbling to the corner. Gets under the basket. Has his pass to Nance deflected. Nance picks it back up, and we're going to have a jump ball, I believe, with Nance and Smart. So the Cavs aren't careful. This game already seems to be slipping away down 19 with a little over 10 minutes to go. It'll be interesting to see how quickly Ty Lue comes back with LeBron or if he comes back with him at all here. LeBron hasn't been afforded much rest throughout the regular season and the playoffs, and of course he, he was committed to playing all 82 games, I think in part because he had never accomplished that before, but you know wasn't able to get the rest near the end of the regular season because of uh, going for that goal. Here's J.R. Smith off of the tap, tries to fire a three. That one's no good. Rebound, Marcus Smart. Smart will push it. He'll hand it off to Jalen Brown, left wing. A beautiful in-and-out move. Puts up the right-hand floater, no good. But J.R. Smith called for the foul. And Smith is hobbled. He's still on the ground. As he's getting up and uh, definitely has a limp. Not sure if that was a leg or a foot. Injury that uh, that occurred there, but Brown with a beautiful in and out, and yes, I believe it's a knee to knee contact as Brown left knee hit J.R. Smith's right knee. Ooh, that uh, that definitely uh, that that one's going to hurt. That's going to be a, a contusion that uh, Smith will definitely feel in the morning. First free throw from Brown is good, but that was such a nasty in and out dribble from Brown. Got J.R. Smith completely off balance as James comes in for Smith, I believe as. Smith will take a seat after that bump. So if the Cavs are going to come back and win this one, LeBron is going to probably have to end up playing about 42 minutes. He's already at 32, and there's 10-12 to go. As the second free throw is up and in, the Celtics' lead is now ballooned to 21. LeBron throws it to the left side. Korver curling three is good. Kyle Korver devastating on that action, getting an off-ball screen and able to catch that at full speed, turn and shoot. 83-65, again, another huge basket for the Cavaliers. Sorely needed. Here's Rogier, right wing smart. Can he hit another? No, this time he's off the back of the rim. Rebound LeBron. LeBron will walk it into the front court. He'll get a screen from Nance. Step back three from the top. That one rattles out. It was halfway down. That would have been a big shot to cut the lead down to 15. Here's Smart with the ball dribbling with his right hand. Now we'll cross over and go back towards the top of the key. Guarded by Green, throws it right side. Rozier gets a screen from Baines. Rozier, left wing Smart. He'll take another three. That one's no good. And there's going to be a foul on the rebound as Nance skied to get that one. Baines jumped over his back. So the Cavs will keep it. So Smart, after hitting a couple of threes, uh, missing on the last couple, seems like the percentages are uh, are evening out here a little bit for him. As LeBron gets the inbounds, throws it over right side to Clarkson, who finds Green on the block. Guarded by Rozier, he'll drive baseline. 
Puts up a right-hand jump hook. Very good. A very tough shot as he was kind of behind the backboard, able to get it to go. 83-67. Brown pushing the tempo. Kicks it up to Rogier, who will get it back to Brown. Left block guarded by Corver. Now he'll face up, dribbling towards the top. Throws it towards Rogier. Top of the key. Three no good. Out of the outstretched arms of Baines. Rebound Cleveland. Here's LeBron. LeBron, top of the key now, guarded by Morris. Finds Corver. Fakes the three. Back to LeBron. LeBron now. Looking over the defense, calling for a screen. Now we'll find Jeff Green on the block. Green will back down on Jalen Brown. Gets into the paint. Right-hand jump hook. No, but he draws a foul. So Jeff Green on the block in the post has, uh, has given the Cavs a, uh, an unusual source of offense here. Doing a solid job down there. As Green, yes, uh, or excuse me, Jalen Brown definitely uh, getting his hands in there and being called for the foul. That's the one thing about Jalen Brown's defense, I think, uh, um, has a ways to go is his ability to to play tough D without fouling. He's a little foul-prone, foul-happy. As Green will go to the line for two to try to cut this down to 14. First free throw is up and no good. Green, uh, during the season, was a terrific free throw shooter, I believe, around 87%. So he's got one more to try to cut the lead to 15 here. Again, it's been uh, it's been in this range for a good chunk of this ball game. Cavs have have gotten it down to 10 or 9 on a couple of occasions, but Boston able to go on a little bit of a run to to push the lead back up to about 16. The second free throw is up and in. So it's 83 to 68 now, 8:27 to go in the ball game. Celtics with the basketball. Rozier guarded by Clarkson dribbles over to the right, throws it up top to Horford. Horford picks up his dribble, pressured by Nance, finds a cutting Rozier. His layup no good. Looked like there was some contact, but no foul. Here's LeBron for the Cavs. LeBron finds a cutting green, but the pass was through his hands. Here comes Boston on a two-on-one. Tatum will hand it off to Rozier, back to Tatum. He fakes the three, drives in, tries to reverse the layup on the left-hand side, but can't finish. And here comes Cleveland. LeBron, five on four. Gets it over to Corver. Into the corner, Jeff Green. His three. It's good. A huge shot from Jeff Green and great production. Uh, surprisingly, you know, I haven't been a big fan of Jeff Green over uh, over the years, but he has certainly played well in this ball game, especially on the offensive end, getting to the post. And that time, knocking down a big three. The lead is down to 12. We've got another timeout here as we're looking at an Exxon Mobile. And Sonic apps here, or excuse me, ads on the bottom left-hand side of the screen. Now we've got Courtyard by Marriott. Again, if you're trying to sync up with with the timing that I have on my screen, I urge you to do so as we're now into commercial. The... uh, Going back to my honorable mention TV shows of 2018, I, I was briefly mentioning Baskets, the show with uh, led by Zach Galifianakis and Louie Anderson. Uh, Zach Galifianakis actually plays two brothers that are twins in the show, and it's neat to see uh, kind of his acting chops and playing two guys that have very different personalities. Uh, but the show also started as more a focus on uh, one of the two uh, Zach Galifianakis characters, Chip Baskets, uh, and uh, it ended up uh, throughout the years as this, uh, uh, in 2018, the Baskets, it was season three that aired. Uh, the 
you know, it started in season two, but by season three, the show kind of went from being the main character was Chip, Zach Galifianakis, to now it's it's Louis Anderson's Christine Baskets character, and and Louis Anderson actually plays a woman in the show. It's uh, it's a really fun role to see Louis Anderson play. Uh, I've I've gained a lot of respect and knowledge. I didn't know much about Louis Anderson prior to the show, uh, but he is he is absolutely terrific and. And Christine Baskets is kind of the heart and soul of the show at this point. She, uh, you know, is dealing with a couple of dysfunctional children that, uh, um, you know, don't have their life together for various reasons and are immature in a lot of different ways. But then also, uh, you know, she is trying to uh, to get back into the dating scene and, and find a partner. And uh, there's kind of the push and pull whether she, uh, you know, can do that given all the responsibilities she uh, feel she she has towards her children um so yeah it's it's a really interesting really fun show there's there's a lot of good humor but it also uh you know gets very serious and, and touching at times uh as well so basket certainly a solid show my final show that uh, uh as far as the honorable mentions is the assassination of gianni versace uh this is the uh, the second true crime uh, series that uh, FX did uh, after the whole O.J. Simpson uh, one that aired, I believe, last year or the year before that that was excellent. Um, this this show wasn't as good as the O.J. one. Uh, this is about, the again, the assassination of Gianni Versace, the fashion tycoon. Uh, and uh, the show kind of goes uh, a lot more into his killer and, uh, and all of the different... Um, the guy ended up actually being a bit of a serial killer and killed... Uh, I believe about uh, close to uh, ten people, uh, but uh, it, the the sequential order of the show was interesting. It kind of started with uh, him killing Versace, and then went back and showed all of his previous, um, you know, murders that he had committed. And uh, the show kind of goes more into that whole idea of uh, the the mind of a murderer. Uh, it it had some solid performances. It was a decent show. It wasn't you know the greatest thing in the world, and it certainly didn't live up to the the O.J. Simpson one, but uh, The Assassination of Johnny Versace it was a decent show. As We're back now from commercial as uh, Marcus Morris for the Celtics with the basketball in the right wing, guarded by LeBron, looking for Horford on the block. Again, the Cavs have cut the lead to 12 here. Horford along the baseline gets double teamed, throws it cross-court to Brown. Beautiful catch. He saves it, finds Rozier. Rozier between the legs, step back three. That one's no good. Rebound Nance. Good defense again from the Cavaliers. Here's LeBron, top of the key, guarded by Morris. Dribbling with his left hand now, crosses over, throws it left side to Corver. He'll take the three. Tatum is there for the block. Here comes Rozier. He'll find Tatum. Tatum now into the left corner, guarded by Corver. He's going to isolate, crosses over, gets into the paint, throws it right wing. Jalen Brown, three. That one's short. Rebound LeBron. This game seems like the Cavs have some momentum. Here's Clarkson, right corner, three. No good off the front of the rim. That was a big miss there as, again, a, an opportunity a lot like Kevin Love's three in the third quarter that he missed. Wide open look that, that could have uh, built the Cavaliers' momentum here. Here's Morris with the ball right wing into the corner to Brown. Eight on the shot clock finds Horford, guarded by LeBron. Horford will face up four on the shot clock. Not sure what he's doing here. He gets double teamed, goes towards the baseline, throws it across the court, and we're going to have a shot clock violation. Horford that time just holding the ball too long and not being decisive, and then also not being aware of the the shot clock situation. The Cavs' defense really locking in here and slowing down the Celtics. It's just a matter of can the Cavs' offense get going to to try to cut into this deficit. 
Here's LeBron, ball at the top of the key, throws it right corner. Clarkson another three. That one's no good. He's looking for the foul, but that was a really tough shot. And again, the Cavaliers cannot cut this lead to single digits. Here's Rozier with the ball, 6.09 to go in the ballgame. He's dribbling towards the right, throws it left side, Horford. Horford takes a mid-range jumper, but he took a couple of extra steps trying to create that separation, which led to the jump shot. He's called for a travel. So once again, Cavaliers with an opportunity to cut it to 10 or maybe 9 with a 3. LeBron jogging it in the front court, drives past Morris, gets to the paint, scoop shot, no, Morris with the rebound, he finds Rozier, another close shot opportunity, Rozier throws the lob to Horford in transition, he slams it home, which leads to a timeout from Ty Lue, certainly a blown opportunity for the Cavs to cut into this, their defense had locked in, but their offense just couldn't make up the gap, and all of a sudden the lead back up to 14 on the Horford dunk, and the Cavaliers hopes shrinking by the moment as we've got another timeout. Taking a look at uh, the stats from the ballgame. LeBron James with 24 points on 10 of 20 shooting, just 1 for 5 from 3, but he does have 9 rebounds and 5 assists, but he does have those 4 turnovers as well. Kevin Love with 14 points on 6 of 12 from the field, but just 2 for 7 from downtown. He's got 7 rebounds and a couple of steals. Uh, Tristan Thompson not having a super impactful game. Just 1 point and 6 rebounds in his 26 minutes. Uh, George Hill, 5 points on 1 for 5 shooting. Uh, just 2 assists. So again, the backcourt for the Cavs really struggling, including J.R. Smith. He's got just 2 points. 1 for 6 from the field, 0 for 4 from downtown, just not getting that production from the role players and, you know, not getting that, uh, you know, LeBron's performance is, has been solid, but, uh, you know, not, not anything uh, extraordinary that, uh, that fans, I'm sure, have come to expect from LeBron in these playoffs. Kyle Korver with 7 points on 2 for 6 shooting, 2 for 5 from 3. Uh, Jordan Clarkson and Jeff Green both with uh, with eight points. Uh, Jeff Green actually a plus three in his 20 minutes. He's three for four from the field. Clarkson now, after a, you know a solid start, is three for ten from the field, two for seven from downtown. Uh, you know he's struggled as of late. Uh, Larry Nance has got two points, four blocks, six rebounds, a couple of assists. Nance providing uh, some good energy off the bench for bench for the Cavaliers uh, and for the Celtics. Al Horford with 12 points and 13 rebounds. Uh, been really good on the glass. Not usually known as a, a terrific rebounder. Uh, but Jason Tatum with 21 points, 6 of 14 from the field, 3 of 7 from downtown. 6 rebounds, 4 assists, and 3 steals and 2 blocks. So Tatum not only scoring but filling up the stat sheet as well. And he's also a plus 20 in his 35 minutes. Just has had a gr- huge impact Uh, Aaron Baines with 6 points and 7 rebounds, including 3 blocks in his 29 minutes. Terry Rozier really struggling in this one. Uh, Just 1 for 12, 1 for 7 from downtown. He's got 3 points. Uh, But Jalen Brown, he's got 17. He's also struggling a little bit, 4 of 14 from the field. But again, the production from the likes of of Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, Marcus Morris. Smart 3 for 6 off the bench. Morris, uh, three for five from three off the bench. So getting six threes from those couple of guys is, uh, is, has been big. So Celtics getting, uh, getting some production, even though the likes of Rozier specifically has been, has been struggling. 
Uh, Brown, despite the 4 for 14 shooting, has gotten to the line eight times and made seven of eight. Uh, so, you know, despite the field goal percentage being poor, he's made up the efficiency by getting to the free throw line and getting those easy looks. But, yeah, things uh, certainly not looking good for the Cavs with uh, trailing trailing by 14 with uh, less than half of the fourth quarter left. So we're back uh, from commercial looking at the Cavaliers starters again, Hill and Smith. Really struggling offensively. Don't expect much from Thompson on the offensive end, but uh, you know he hasn't really provided much of a boost on the glass either. Here's LeBron dribbling left of the paint. Gets under the basket. Has the ball poked away. It's picked off by Rogier. He'll push the tempo. Has Green back in defense. Euro step move, and he throws it over the backboard. And that sums up Terry Rogier's night. He has really struggled. 5.30 to go in the fourth. But LeBron, uh, you know, getting and drawing the double team, but Tatum with active hands able to deflect that pass. LeBron top of the key, guarded by Morris. Cavs still trailing 85-71. It gets a screen from Hill. Now over to the left wing, and he dribbles it out of bounds. Another turnover for LeBron. That's his fifth on the night. Or excuse me, his sixth, because he just committed two turnovers in a row. So uh, a struggle for LeBron here, especially in the second half. Rogier dribbling over to the right wing, and the Cavs being stuck at 71 with about five minutes to go. It's a sign their offense has, has really been stalled. Here's Horford at the top, fakes the three, kicks it left wing, Brown three. That one short, rebound James. He'll push the tempo once again for the Cavaliers. Drives right of the lane, jump stops, picks up his dribble, kicks it out to Green. Green back to LeBron, 15 on the shot clock, guarded by Horford. LeBron going between the legs, now behind the back. Now will drive left, gets into the paint, puts it up off the glass and in with the left hand. Taking advantage of having the big man on him and using his speed to get around Horford. And the lead now at 12, 85-73. 4.32 to go in the ballgame. Here's Rogier with the basketball, gets a screen from Horford, pulls up from the left elbow and knocks it down. Rogier has been struggling all night, but that one must feel good for him. The Celtics lead back up to 14. LeBron, left side to Love, hands it off to Green. Green gets a screen from Love. Now Green will throw it to Love on the block. Love backing down on Brown. Right-hand jump hook. Good defense from Brown reading that play, and the Celtics get the board. Looks like the Cavaliers have um, kind of shrugged their shoulders at this point. They, they seem to have you know, admitted to defeat here as Horford, top of the key three, knocks it down. That... Seems to be the nail in the coffin. The lead now up to 17 with 3.47 to go in the fourth. Really disappointing performance from the Cavs, especially on the offensive end, but you also have to give the Celtics credit. Their defense, uh, you know, they have no weak links. They are locked in as uh, George Hill uh, gets fouled by Horford. It looked like he tried to make the pass and bobbled it, caught it, and uh, that probably should have been a travel, but it wasn't called. But LeBron with the turnovers, uh, maybe at times being too committed to uh, just playing off the ball. And then also, of course, the backcourt of Smith and Hill not not producing at all. It's just been a really tough night on that end of the floor for Cleveland. Not sure what the uh, what the delay is here. 
but you know, you look at Kevin Love with just 13 shot attempts. That's some something that uh, you know, in the event that LeBron is you know tired and and doesn't want to handle that possession, they should be focusing on getting the ball to Love as much as possible. And or Corver. I mean, those are the two guys that have been pretty consistent offensively in this series. you got to get those guys more shot attempts. Here's LeBron getting the inbound from Hill, throws it to Corver left wing, back to LeBron. LeBron, guarded by Brown now, throws it right wing, Love. Love into the corner to Corver, four on the shot clock, back to LeBron. He's going to have to settle for a deep three. Off the front of the rim, no good. Rebound Tatum. Cavs just had nothing going on that possession and then had to resort to a nearly impossible shot. Here's Tatum. He'll drive past Green, gets to the hoop, and is fouled by Corver. He'll go to the line to extend the Celtics' lead. 3-11 to go in the fourth, and it very much appears like Boston will take a 3-2 lead in the series and head back to Cleveland. And if that's the case, the question then becomes, you know, can can Boston win one on the road, or is that is this crazy home road differential going to continue? And then, you know, in a Game 7, you got to like LeBron. He's been terrific in all of his Game 7s in his career. It's going to be interesting. But certainly, uh, you know, I think prior to this series, nobody expected, or not too many people expected the Celtics to to be leading this series at any point. And here they're in great position as Tatum makes one of two to make it an 18 point lead for the Celtics. Here's George Hill. He'll drive. Around, Rozier gets cut off, tries to throw in the corner to Osman, who's checked in for LeBron. So that uh, that seems to be Ty Lue conceding the loss here. As George Hill, guarded by Rozier, will drive into the paint, puts up the floater, nobody's fouled. So he will go to the line. You know, Osman's somebody that I think should should have gotten some run some more run in these playoffs. I think he's a solid player. He also gives the Cavs a little bit more energy. Uh, and youth and athleticism uh, that they, you know, I think they desperately lack at times. Especially when, you know, their their three-point shots aren't going down. It's uh, it's tough for them to, uh, to compete at times. And the Cavs, you know, looking at their three-point shooting, just 8 of 32 for the game, 25%. So certainly that's a big part of why you know, this game hasn't gone the way they would have hoped. You know, they rely a ton on LeBron James and, you know, those role-playing shooters to knock down shots, and when those don't go, it almost becomes just too difficult of a task to not only play solid defense, but for LeBron to continue to just attack and score one-on-one over and over again. Here's Rogier guarded by Hill, gets a screen from Horford. Dribbling over to the left wing while drive past Green. Lays it up and in, plus the foul. Terry Rozier makes it a 93-75 game. And again, after his struggles early on, he's hit his last couple of shots. Might make him feel a little bit better heading into game six. That's something that, uh, you know, a lot of people don't focus on in these kind of garbage time moments is the idea that... uh, you know, a guy that may have been struggling, if he hits a couple of shots in game action, that can that can bleed over to the next contest. As a Smart and Horford checking out for the Celtics. So Rozier will be at the line, a shooting one. It looks like Ojale will, will come into the game for Boston. 
free throw is up and in. So the Celtics now lead it 94-75 as uh, Ante Zizic and Jose Calderon checking in, as well as Rodney Hood for the Cavaliers. Here's Hood with the basketball, pulls up from the right elbow and hits. Hood has been a real surprise in terms of I'm not sure why he hasn't given been given more opportunities. I understand his three-point shot hasn't exactly been falling in these playoffs, but uh, you know he hasn't been con- given consistent minutes either. I think he's a guy that could give the Cavs a little bit of the scoring punch that they need. Here's Morris driving in. He's blocked at the basket, kicks it out to Yabasele, who throws it right wing to Tatum. He'll pull up from 20 and hit as the shot clock expires. That's been the night for Tatum. He's just been hot all night and been knocking down really tough types of shots and also the backbreaker types of shots. As Hood with a beautiful pass to Zizic rolling down the lane, and he finishes. But yeah, the, the shots at the end of the shot clock that Tatum have knocked down are, are really are really backbreakers of the defense, uh, really lowers the, the defensive morale after playing solid defense for such a big majority of the possession. Here's Yaba Sele, he'll fire the three. That one's no good, a rebound Calderon. He'll get it to Hood. Hood has been the focal point here for the for the garbage time unit. Has the ball poked away, throws it to Green, back to Hood on the right side. Hood will await a screen from Zizic. Will fade away from the right wing for three. That one's off the back of the rim, no good. Rebound Morris. Morris will get it to Rogier as we are approaching the final minute of the ball game. Yabasele to Rogier on the left side, up top to Morris. Morris right wing to Nader. Nader will drive baseline. Finds Yabasele left corner three. Off the back of the rim, no good. Rebound tipped away by Green, picked up by Calderon. Calderon finds Hood, right wing, he'll take another three. That one's good. So Hood, just in a couple of moments, showing why, uh, you know, I was kind of excited for the Cavs to pick him up because he, he does seem like a, you know, a pretty solid scorer. Uh, he's got the size at 6'8 to, to shoot over the top. Uh, he's got some ball handling skills, and he can finish around the basket uh, at least, uh, you know, okay. And, you know, can get to that mid-range area as well as Morris fires a shot at the end of the shot clock. No good as uh, we're approaching the end of the ball game here with 22 seconds to go on the game clock. Calderon hands it up top to Zizic, and he is fouled. So he will he will go to the line with 18.2 seconds left in the fourth. So the Cavs, uh, you know, are going to have to make some adjustments and... Uh, you know, particularly offensively to try to get their uh, their team going and perhaps maybe just going home and being in front of the home crowd in a familiar environment will be enough to uh, stoke the offensive fire. Uh, but but certainly the concern moving forward for Cleveland is they're 0-3 now in Boston, and Boston also 10-0 and at home in these playoffs. Uh, can Cleveland, even if they get Game 6, come in to this building and, and uh, steal one on the road? That's the that's the thing about having the home court advantage. The Celtics, you know, have shown that uh, why the home court advantage is valuable in these playoffs. You know, a lot of teams have, and you know, LeBron over the years has said, "I don't care what seat I am. It's as long as I'm there and healthy, I'll be fine." Well, you know, Game Seven, if the Cavs are able to win Game Six, will be, um, you know, a, a perfect test for if that's truly the case. If uh, if it doesn't matter. If he's the lower seed, as long as uh, he's healthy, uh, he'll have to he'll have to show out in Game Seven, which he has done in the past for sure. As the clock will run out, Rozier will 
chuck it up, and that will be the ball game. LeBron with 26 points on 11 of 22 from the field, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, and 6 turnovers. So the Celtics do take that crucial 3-2 series lead as the series will go back to Cleveland on Friday with the Cavs trying uh, to extend their season and keep it alive in Game 6. So again, this is uh, Garrett Bouguet. This has been Duncan Dynasty. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't subscribed to our show on iTunes yet, please do. Uh, We would love the support, and uh, if you could give us a rating on there as well, uh, we would appreciate that. Uh, Again, uh, I look forward to to potentially doing a uh, finals game. I believe I'll be doing finals game three, which uh, will be occurring on a Monday uh, in a couple of weeks. So uh, I uh, I will talk to you then. Thank you so much, and have a good evening. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.